Hey everybody, this is Grayson here, just before we get started on the show, I'd like to apologize for uh, some things you're going to hear. We, uh, we, we're using some new software, and uh, we accidentally had the wrong mic selected, so throughout the episode, you can hear Deja's mouse clicking quite a bit. It is not the greatest sounding thing in the world, and I tried to edit it out, and my skill was quite below that. But I did figure out how to add this in post, so here you are, you're listening to Grayson of the Future. So, sorry about that, but I hope you still enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to VS for Bruno episode 8, I believe. We have a guest here, Michael. Our second guest, yeah, Michael. Hey, how's it going? I mean, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> our intros are always so clunky. Oh my goodness. Oh, Understood. <laughs> anyway, so Michael, how did you get into watching MMA? Um, let's see. I started back in I want to say 2011. Um, my first fight, the the first card I watched was Silva Belfort. Oh, dude. That's and, a good uh, one to start on. It was a great one to start. Yeah, yeah. And then right after that was uh, uh, Hendo Shogun. I've never and, watched that one. Oh, my God. It's one of the best fights of all time. Oh, dude, I'll have to go back for it. It's, I didn't get in. I'm a dude. Dude, you're going to hate me. I didn't get in. Conor McGregor got me into it. Really? <laughs> I was. Okay. I had barely known anything about MMA until I was in tech school, and they bought a Conor McGregor fight on base. And I was like, oh, I'll go watch this. Okay. And I was just mind blown after that. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is what the fight? best sport. Him versus Diaz, too. Oh, okay. That was a good one. That's UFC 203? Maybe was that what that was? Diaz. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that Maybe was a good one. Nate Diaz, not Nate Diaz. Okay, Nate Diaz. <laughs> oh, okay. That was so good. Dude, after that, that fight, I was like, I actually thought the first time I watched it, I thought Nate won. That's why, I, but when I went back and watched it, I was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Yeah, he was getting clipped. He was. He was. I mean, he got rocked two or three times, right, right off it's, the bat. Yeah, it's yeah. But that was kind of how they were. The commentators were like, "Connor's good for the first round if he can make it through the first, and he definitely won the first round. And then after that, it almost seemed like you could. It was close. It was a lot closer than I do but, think it was close. Yeah. It was close, but Connor definitely did more damage. Well, yeah, I mean, for sure. You, if you look at, uh, you know, if you look at Nate Diaz and all of his past fights and everything, all you got to do to make that guy bleed is, like, blow in his direction. <laughs> and he, he starts bleeding. It's crazy. It does. Yeah. It really doesn't take much. He always, I mean, every fight he's in, it looks like he was in a war. Dude, even I went and watched Ultimate Fighter Five few months ago Nate Diaz season and even in that he gets cut open like immediately oh yeah yeah uh, oh what's that dude's name he blew his leg apart just like Anderson Silva he's from Spring Hill Spring Hill Florida yeah uh who was it oh my goodness I'm looking it up now he was a it was like 6-5 and he fought at 155 oh really yeah he uh I'm looking it up you said season five? Yeah, it's Corey Hill. Corey Hill's his name. Oh, Corey okay. Hill. Okay. Corey Hill. Yeah, he fought Corey Hill. Corey Hill actually gave him a pretty good fight in that one. and uh, But he ended up subbing him. Yeah, oh, Corey yeah. Hill got his, like, blasted apart. That was this the... guy died. Yeah, he did die. Yeah, he died of, like, pneumonia or something. Oh, wow. 
Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, he did that, it, um, he died a while ago. I don't think I've gone back that far. I uh I had kind of a hard time getting into that show. If you know the like the the drama that goes on in the house, it's always kind of turned me off. Dude, that's the part I love. The yeah. earlier seasons, like Chris <laughs> Levin to bring him back up, dude. The Chris Levin season. Chris, have you ever watched season one? Uh, with uh, uh, with the with Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. I watched most of that. I think. Dude, season one for the antics in the house. Everybody. So it was kind of like how. I like to think of it as how like leatherhead football was in like the yeah. 20s, but you got to see it on cable because these guys had like day jobs. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Some of the dudes were like, yeah, my boss, thankfully, let me get time off work to come on the ultimate fighter. Like, That's so intense. And like they part of the show, they're like, oh, dude, they're going to give us as much free liquor as we can drink. Well, there's really nothing like there was like no money in the sport back then. So they're like, oh, yeah, great opportunity to get as drunk as I can. So Chris Levin would just get wasted every night, and he started peeing on this dude's bed. At one oh, point, I have was, seen that. Yeah, I've it seen was that. So disgusting. Yeah, yeah. What a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it uh, Levin. Did he go to bare knuckle? Did yes, he, dude. He, he did, dominated right? in bare knuckle. I think he was like four and one in bare knuckle. He just retired, dude. If he's if they would have had bare knuckle back when he was young, I think he would have been the bare knuckle goat maybe like that sport was designed for a guy like chris Levin, like who yeah, can yeah. just take damage and throw looping punches that'll put you out oh yeah he's a brawler for sure yeah. the uh the guy who's the champ there now i don't i don't really watch it um but the the guy that has his hair braided all the time is a monster yeah i have barely watched any there used to be one guy up the ultimate fighter was uh one of the champs i think he just lost i saw diego sanchez signed with them yeah yeah that's a shame oh my god honestly charles bennett is on their roster oh yeah yeah felony <laughs> oh my god felony. felony i know him as crazy horse uh, oh yeah 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 julian lane that's let me bang bro oh yeah, oh, yeah, bang, yeah it bro. is let He's me bang there. bro Oh my god. That, I saw that season. I watched that look season. These, look at some of these names. I watched uh I watched Rhonda and Misha. I watched that one. Oh Brock Weaver. He was in the UFC not too long ago. He's the guy that had the dog fighting stuff. Yeah. We always talk about how well we think Mike Perry might do. Oh yeah. I'm like if they cut <laughs> Mike Perry <laughs> and he goes to bare knuckle, I think Mike Perry would would have his way. Do you? I think he, just that level of competition over there, I really think Mike Perry could... Because he he's another guy that can take a ton of damage. I mm -hmm. think... You know, he a, doesn't look that good, especially next when he fought Daniel Rodriguez. But now He's a, a, a Tampa guy. He's from... Or St. Pete. Orlando. Is that where it is? Yeah, I, uh, oh, I met him once. Are you talking about BKFC or... No, I'm talking about uh, Mike Perry. Yeah, I think he's in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He lives around this area recently. Yeah, he's definitely a Florida man, though. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, yeah you can... <laughs> yeah, Orlando says it right there on the bottom resume. Yeah. Orlando. I think Mike Perry, if they... Because they're wanting him. I think him and Kevin Lee have agreed to fight the losers, the two of the losers of Daniel Rodriguez, the last two guys he beat. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if... They're both good names, but and they both had quite the rough run of late. And I'm like, if one of them gets cut after that, I feel like Mike Perry need to go to BKFC. He would, I think he would kill it over there. 
it um I mean they may he's had a rough a rough go, but uh I saw an interview with Dana and they were talking about you know cutting him, and he was saying he's like hey this guy's you know a fan favorite I don't plan on cutting him. Yeah, that was after the Tim Means fight. It uh. And then he lost again. Again, yeah, yeah. He uh he's got to get it you know, but a lot of these guys are having a rough patch right now. It uh it seems like we're we're seeing a real changing of the guard. Yeah, maybe. And uh, you know, it uh a few years ago it kind of all started, and you see see everybody kind of transitioning out and new people moving in and even the guys that were at the top were uh you know getting beat by by newcomers and you know just having a real rough go well these it, uh, guys have lost to like old timers like daniel rodriguez and tim means are both like 36 years old oh yeah yeah tim means is an older older guy yeah. but that's also that age where you know you're not really in your prime anymore you know very very few athletes are still in their prime at you know at that age and uh you know it's i like tim means but oh yeah he's one of my favorites yeah yeah no i like the dirty him. bird he's got my favorite yeah. nickname that's for sure <laughs> the dirty bird yeah i love watching tim means fight dude tim means versus mike perry was such a good fight i was surprised they didn't get fight of the night when they what card was, was that on i think it was a fight night yeah, i think it was it a up. fight so yeah versus tim means because when Daniel Rodriguez, that was on an actual. Oh, it was on two fifty five. Oh, okay. It was a pretty good fight. What else was on two fifty five then? Pull that up. What guy fight of the night for that? Because that fight was crazy. They were blasting each other. Yeah, I'll have times. to go watch that one. Oh, Davidson oh. Figueredo and Alex Perez. Yeah. Oh, but that was Alex Perez. Scroll oh. back down some more. What else was on Valentino here? Valentino Shevchenko. Yeah, see this. I feel like that could have got fight of the night. Out of all of these, Brandon Moreno, the uh, raw, raw, dog. raw dog, yeah, and then that they absolutely robbed Daniel Rodriguez against <laughs> Nicholas Dalby in that one. Daniel, I was oh, yeah. like, no, I was like, yeah, I can't yeah. leave it up to the judges. Yeah, I was here. like, what the heck? Well, he hasn't been late. Well, he did in his last fight, but the one know, before that, he flat. What you just said is one of those things that I feel like that's such a ridiculous thing that we have to remind fighters of that, like. Yeah. <laughs> The, even if you're leaving it into the hands of the judges, the judges should be completely competent and able to score a fight correctly. Dude, there's it's every week. They it's a real them. problem. <laughs> it's yeah. every week. Just it's about. a real problem. Yeah. Isn't there like two types of scoring now or something? There's the old scoring and the new scoring. Yeah. Why? Why aren't they using just the new? You know. I really couldn't it's, tell you. I think it it's not adopted by in. certain states. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It um. And like in Florida, we have like a modified rule set, which is a, a weird thing because it's not, it doesn't really match either one of them. Yeah. I think Florida is the one that doesn't score body, body, head on the ground, I believe. And I like that. I like that body, body, if you just rock body, body, head and guard, that mm -hmm. they'll stand you back up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, man, three minutes of this, like when Brunson fought Holland. And he literally just laid in guard for 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah that, that was really terrible. Me. I, I was like, like come oh on, my send him God, up. this is unbearable <laughs> to watch. It is terrible to watch. But do you think, what do you feel about that? Do you think they should stand him up? I think so. If, after, if, after so much, if you're just going body, body, head in guard for 
and you have no into you haven't put your hand on the guy's knee at all. So the ref's got to kind of know a little bit of what's going on because if they can recognize, okay, this guy has not even attempted the advanced position, stand him back up after about 35, 40 seconds. I, I get it, but I'm just, I'm kind of on the fence about it because if, if you're fighting and you can take somebody down and you can hold them there for five minutes at a time, why, why can't you do that? You know what I mean? Does that yeah, make sense too? I just, I'm trying to watch some action. Yeah, That's well, yeah for sure, for sure. I'm trying for to sure. I don't want to watch a 25 minute fight of somebody laying on somebody either. Yeah. But and it would silence. I, that would get rid of the last thing that people say when whenever they're like, oh, but a lot of times it's just guys on the ground humping each other. And if you got rid of that, it's like, well, yeah, but only for like 40 seconds at the most. Then they would have no more excuses to say that MMA is not the best sport. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's clearly the best sport. I, I agree on that for sure. And then I have seen like memes and stuff on Instagram where people are like, you have to appreciate like the wrestling and the grappling aspect of the sport. And I get that. But then I'm also like, they are entertainers, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, like well, yesterday, that was some, I thought it was some very entertaining grappling. Which one? The main uh, event. Oh. I thought that was some pretty entertaining grappling because he was nailing them. He was advancing position. They were active on the ground. As long as you're active doing something, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he, uh, he looked uh, fantastic. Brunson looked fantastic. That's the best he ever looked. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And it was he went back up, right, or uh, back down. What do you mean? In weight, because he he had moved up, right? Did he move up in weight? I don't think so. I Brunson. thought his last fight was. Uh, he fought Holland, and before that, he fought Shabazian. Oh, I'm confused. Till had moved up. That's what Till, it was. Right? Yeah, Till used to fight at 170. Yeah, yeah. There we go. A while ago. Till's actually, I think he only has one win at 185. It, um. I think he only has one win. Yeah, he does only have one win. Who did he beat at 85? Kelvin Gastelum. Oh, oh, my oh God. that's Kelvin right. Kelvin Gastelum only, I think he only has a couple of wins. <laughs> He's like one in four in his last couple. Well, Man. Jorge yeah, Jorge. Jorge. Flat I can him. imagine. Or he knocked him out. Bad. Oh, Till? Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. That was a bad knockout. Yeah. Or he he smacked his head on the canvas and everything. Oof. Yeah, Darren Till, for somebody who lived in Brazil for four years, has he all he got out of living there, I guess, was child support payments because he did <laughs> not. He had no idea what was going on on the ground. Did you see his Portuguese though the other day? Yeah, he can speak Portuguese. And... I was surprised. That was entertaining. Yeah. They brought up how, I guess he's from the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought up how they don't have a lot of good wrestlers coming out of the UK as well. So maybe that has something to do with his wrestling isn't that great. Yeah, that was for a long time Bisbing's uh, shortcoming too. Yeah, it was. Then. It was. He, uh, he tightened it up later on in his career. Bisbing yeah. is one of those guys that really did get better as he yeah. got older. Yeah, there's been a couple guys like that. There's been some, yeah, there's a lot of guys who just, like, he was, like, old, like a lot older, though. Like, he's he was, like, 35 when he peaked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, some yeah. guys get, like, good when they're, like, in their 30s, like, earlier 30s. Mm-hmm. Like, Charles Oliveira and stuff like he, that. Uh, he looked so good in his last few fights that... He, uh, I mean, I was just blown away yeah. by Oliveira. He, I didn't expect him to beat uh, 
Chandler? Yeah. No, I didn't expect him to beat Chandler. Sorry. Yeah. It um I thought Chandler was gonna starch him. That one was a coin flip to me because I was like, both of these guys are very chinny. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I think I do think Charles is gonna. I don't think he's gonna get a title defense. Like I don't think he's gonna win against uh, Dustin Poirier though, because Dustin is hard to put away. He really is hard to he put away. He is hard to put away, and his grappling defense. I I think it's gonna be because he. Oh, Oliveira doesn't have that Habib wrestling to really get him in those positions that Habib was getting him in. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be able to keep it standing enough and put him away. You think so? I think so. I'm lean, I lean towards, but I could see, I mean, Charles Oliveira is literally a magician and has the most <laughs> submissions. He, he submits people that you're like, all the time you're like, oh, this guy's never been submitted. Like Darren Elkins. If you, yeah. Darren Elkins has only ever been subbed by Charles Oliveira ever. And so Yeah, he's a so, wizard. Yeah, it's like guys who cannot be subbed, he finds a way to do it. I'm looking at his win streak on here. It's crazy. Yeah, was he on a nine fight win streak? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah, nine. Yeah, nine. And then he lost to Paul Felder. Yeah, Paul what? Felder. Oh, what Paul Felder. 155. Paul Felder Paul elbowed him. Yeah, he always fought oh, 155. Okay. Well, actually, no, he went up to 170 a couple times, mm-hmm. and we fought Mike Perry. But Paul Felder elbowed Charles Oliveira so hard in the head really? on the ground. It was brutal. He tapped to elbows. Like, he was just wailing on That's... his elbows. It was insane. Yeah, round two, it says. Yeah, that was a good fight. I have to watch that one. Hmm. Yeah. And before that, all those down there are at 145. Then he lost to Anthony Pettis. Yeah, that was at 145. A lot of his losses were at 145. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He was killing himself to make that weight, so. Yeah, having a, a rough cut. A rough Rough way. That's a the downfall for I think most of these guys, but uh, I think one one FC's got that figured out pretty well. The way they do it over there is oh. yeah, they like tra- they like check how much water is in your system. Or yeah, something. yeah, they uh, they do like a hydration test, and then you're only allowed to cut uh five percent mm. from your your normal hydration level. So that most of these guys can't cut more than ten pounds at you know at any given moment so much in UFC most of the champions I feel like wouldn't be able to fight at their weight classes anymore. no everybody would have to go up I mean look at uh look at Kamaru Usman yeah I was gonna say Usman weighs like 210 pounds when he's, he's a he's a behemoth <laughs> that man is a giant 70 oh my god he, 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 is, he looks over 200 pounds when he's in there easy yeah easy. he looks ridiculous and shredded too it's not just like 210 pounds with a little bit of meat on him he's just <laughs> shredded 210 pounds. It's ridiculous. So yeah. you think he's cutting like 30 pounds? Oh, yeah. He's got to cut a lot. That's a lot yeah, he cut, he's got to cut a lot. There's a lot of guys who it seems like they cut a lot. So it, um, yeah, he must he must be cutting close to 30. I think he was talking about it when he was on Rogan. If you uh, if you listen to that one, it was a mm-hmm. uh, that was a really good, good podcast. And uh, I think he said that he cuts like between 25 and 30 pounds and he the day before or two days out when he starts his water cut, he's uh he's trying to cut like thirteen. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh, that's gotta hurt. Oh yeah, and he's got terrible knees. Yeah. So he's got horrible knees. When dehydrating like that is even you know, makes it even worse. Yeah. People are thinking he might he might surprise retire after his next fight. <laughs> I think so? Knees. 
Who well, I don't know. I don't know what it'll do, but that's just what the theory is. The thing people, people, people saying that. I was saying five years. Colby. Oh, Colby. Haven't yeah. they fought already? Yeah, they fought before. Okay. Colby gave him his best fight, despite getting knocked out. <laughs> oh man, it uh, it was a good fight. That was one of one of my like top ten favorite fights. Yeah, that's up there. What's but, your uh, do you, if you had to pick one? Do you have a favorite? My favorite fight. Um. Shogun Hendo one was oh, a great I'll fight. Check that one out. You you definitely you gotta watch that one. I'll check that one out. Write that down over there, Davis, so I don't forget. My favorite is Pettis versus Tony. Oh yeah, that was that a good fight. Was only I was so disappointed when they called it off after the second round. I was like, no. <laughs> I think my favorite hand. fight. Oh. I think my favorite fight of all time might be uh, Robbie and uh, uh, Rory. And Rory, yeah. Yes, that Robbie and Rory. So good. That's one that when I when people are like, "What's a good sprawl look like?" Like if I'm watching something, I'm like, "That's a disgusting sprawl." I'll show them that <laughs> fight because Robbie Waller looked like his feet could float at times. Like he looked, it was so good. He had the most beautiful sprawls of all time in that fight. They were yeah. so good. He was so tan and just glistening, <laughs> glistening while he was defending those takedowns. It, that um, was such a good fight. Yeah, that's that such fight, a good fight. That's so good. That's up there for best of all time. Like when you look at them objectively. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's that uh, Zhang Wei Li and Joanna. That was a fantastic fight too. Yeah. I was Man, watching that. That one was that closer than I thought the judges had it too. I um I thought Joanna won. Yeah, I also thought Joanna won, but it's just because of that damage. It's hard. Is to... it the one where she had that thing yes. on her head? Yeah, so oh. she looks like an alien afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I thought she also won, but it's the damage, I guess. But that's that's one where I don't get too mad at the judges compared to some of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a close one. Yeah. And it, you know, seeing it go either way, I'm not really too upset about it. But yeah, there's <clears throat> the, the fight you mentioned earlier. That was a robbery. Which one? Oh, Nicholas Dalby versus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah, that was a I robbery. Think, I think Daniel Rodriguez would be undefeated in the UFC if it wasn't for that robbery. I'm pretty sure. He's one of my favorites right now. He's only been around for a couple years. I don't mm -hmm. know what if he was in prison or something. It looks like he was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, why is this guy like, why did he debut at like 35? He was on the contender and didn't get a contract off of there. But I don't know, really. I've tried to look it up and there's like not much information on him. Oh, said he's 34. I thought he was older than that. Is he only 34? That's what it says, yeah. I thought he was like seems... 36. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit older, but 34 doesn't seem like it's out of the question. Yeah. It says he's been in Bellator surprising. as well. Yeah, I think he had one or two fights at Bellator. Yeah, he's Do one you, of my uh... favorites to watch right now. He is looking... Do you guys watch Bellator also? Ah, barely. If there's yeah. not anything else on. Yeah, if there's nothing else on. Every time I watch it, it just seems like it just feels second rate when there's I'm watching a, it. There's a lot of good stuff coming out of there. Yeah, AJ McKee. Oh, oh man, what a what an animal. Yeah, yeah, I watch their big name guys like yeah, yeah. Lima, AJ McKee. But Lima, look, his last fight was horrible. It, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's gonna fight. Down. Uh, he's gonna fight. Michael Page again. Yep, they're gonna rematch. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm surprised MVP agreed to that because he uh, has been fighting nothing but cans. Yeah, late. Well, they I mean, 
Canvas Honestly, he's a great fighter, but a big portion of his career has been padded. Yeah. Padded by Bellator and, you know, fighting a lot of cans. And that's another controversial subject is if you look at, if you pull up Khabib's record and you look at it, it's so padded for his first like 16 fights. Well, before he was in the, I think he had, that was about when he got in the UFC. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. 16. It was all, all cans. Those guys had like a combined record of like 41 and 113 or something oh, like that. Yeah, I, I always say before the UFC doesn't even really count in my eyes. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think Khabib was the most dominant fighter of all time, but yeah, he definitely doesn't have the best resume. No, no, no. It, uh, he, it's, he never bled, though. See a lot of people just, they want to put him in the greatest of all time conversation. and He never uh, bled. That's why I put him up there. He never bled. If you can manage... <laughs> If you can manage to win a, the belt and defend it a couple of times and never once bleed in the octagon ever, you got to be up there. Like people literally couldn't even make you bleed, and you fought that many minutes. But you got to take into the to account that he, I mean, he was dominant. You know, there's no way around that. He was he's a great fighter, but he only defended the belt three times. Yeah, three times. Three three title defenses, and mm-hmm. you got Mighty Mouse with twelve uh, or thirteen, and Anderson Anderson with ten or eleven, something like that, and Jones with eleven or twelve. The reason I almost uh, George the P- with the PEDs, I think eight. Oh yeah, George. I was just gonna say didn't John Jones test positive? The PEDs almost make me kind of be like, oh no. Yeah, I feel like you, you can't count. You cheated. But everybody yeah. was back then for the most I, part. I think you got to take into account also, though, that if you look, did you guys watch before Usada? I've went back and watched a I lot have. of them when everybody was juicy there's, as can be. There's so <laughs> many guys that were at the top of the mountain and just completely came crumbling down when Usada started. Oh, and yeah. The biggest one was Johnny Hendricks. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He looked like a. A fat guy, like he was horrible yeah. afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny Hendricks and Vitor Belfort. Oh uh, yeah, v- uh, yeah. Oh my God, Vitor. Yeah, he looked like a ghost when he got crane kicked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. If he you, uh, I mean, Chael, Chael had to retire. Yeah, yeah. Chael's like, I'm out. Chael started. Yeah, Chael's oh. like, I can't compete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had to retire because he had a TRT exemption, and uh, they said that the TRT exemption was no longer. Valid, so he had to retire. Basically, for the TRT exemption, some of these guys they destroyed their bodies so much with PEDs that they couldn't produce testosterone anymore to the to even the base level it would be naturally. Oh wow! So they gave them an exemption saying that they could still use it to get to the base level, anyways. Mm-hmm. But everybody still was just looking shredded beyond belief when they had exemptions like Vitor had. Yeah, Vitor had an exemption. exemption. Yep. Yeah, I feel like that's fair to not allow that anymore. Yeah. Now it's there was a, a transitionary period there where things were pretty ugly for some of those guys. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about like TJ Dillashaw? Wasn't he like the C, uh, they call him the CEO of EPL? Yeah, but I, he did it. He did it without it the other day though. He looked so he looked good without him still. He did look good without him, but if and I'm a I'm a big TJ fan, but I feel like if you get caught in that way that you should be done. 
I don't necessarily think that he should be allowed to fight in the UFC anymore. Did after he get twice in a row, two fights in he, a row. It's you know, and they yeah, because they went back and and tested his his previous uh, urine sample, and that was positive also. Yeah. And I mean, it's just that's blatant, you know, cheating. Yeah. It's not something that you can pass off as like, oh, this is an an oral, and it was mixed in with my you know, my creatine or whatever the case may be. The the guy was injecting EPO, cutting weight, you know, and uh, EPO is the real deal too. You have to have people monitoring you. And if you're on a lot of it, you have to be woken up in the middle of your sleep at night because you need to go and hop on a bike and like an exercise, a stationary bike, because you need to exercise and put more oxygen in your blood so it doesn't thicken. Oh, what is goodness. EPO exactly? Do you know? It it uh, I'm not the world's sure, most foremost, weird, yeah. but the the most foremost person on steroids in the world. But it helps like heavily oxygenate your blood. Okay. Yeah, don't even try to pronounce that word, David. <laughs> but basically, it makes it so you don't get tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It It'll increase your more. endurance, your your lung capacity, your your VO2 max, all of those things will go through the roof. Yeah, that's what, dude, that, that's what makes me think. I'm like, just how good was Dominic Cruz cardio when he was good? Because he hung in there with an EPO-ridden TJ and won. Went the distance and won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, dang, how good, how good was he? <laughs> Dom is, without a doubt, one of the greatest fighters of all time. Yeah, I think he's probably the best... 135er. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right think there. If there's any, he's definitely got the best record, like track record for it. It um, I mean, he's he's a fantastic fighter, and he's he's a great commentator too. Oh he's, yeah, he's, he's you know rounded out really well. Whenever it's a fight night and it's him and Felder, like, and then just like one of the other random guys, mm-hmm. like Brett Odom, whoever just sits there, like <laughs> Brett Okamoto or something. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yes. We're in for a treat. We get Felder <laughs> and Cruz. Heck I really yes. like when they have Dean Thomas come in. Kind of. He gets he, a little long-winded sometimes. He's he hit or miss for me. I like Dean Thomas, but he's hit or miss for me sometimes. It um, he's a a mastermind, you know. Just Man, a, but his he, fighters just do not be doing that good though. <laughs> for him being like everybody's uh Jillian Robertson is his biggest name one. Jillian Roberts. Yes. With the Robertson. uh with the red hair? Yeah, with the red hair. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah, she's, she's great. She's good, but that's his best fighter. I think isn't she on a four or five fight win streak right no, now? No, she just lost, I think. Did she? Who'd she lose to? Was that uh What's up her name? I'll look it up. Jillian Roberts. It's with a G. Oh. Or Roberts. It is Robertson. Okay, I was like, <laughs> oh, there she is. I don't know why I thought I think it was Roberts. Coming off. Oh, she lost to Miranda. Uh, two back to back losses. Two back to back. Oh, she was four, and one going into these two. Okay. Yeah, she had she beat Courtney Casey. Barber. Oh, we saw her fight recently. I think. Well, yeah, she got. That's another one. Another. She robbery. beat uh, Meatball Molly. <laughs> Yeah, meatball, meatball. I didn't know she movie. lost two in a row. She lost to Cynthia Cavillo. Jesus. 
Yeah, she lost two in a row. That's probably his best fight or something. Like, come on, man, I, oh, why aren't you fighting soon? But her fight IQ didn't look very good in her last fight either. So yeah. come on, Dane, tighten this she's up. A, she's super young too, right? Yeah. Isn't she, what is she, 24, 25? Yeah, 25, I think. We just closed the window. But Who's that one coach who's got like three fighters fighting? Is it next Oh, week? Trevor Whitman? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trevor Whitman, that's on Usman Covington. He's going to have three fighters in a row, I think. On that, on that card? <laughs> on that card. I think there's three fighters. I think they're all like every fight in a row because he's... Yeah, pull up, no, pull up the card there. That, that there. What do you think about Khabib as a head coach? No, I, is he under? I think he has no losses so far. I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah. As a coach, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I refuse to lose at anything. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, have you have you ever watched when he fought Gleason Tebow? When who did? Khabib. Uh, I'm not sure. If you watch it, that must that was probably you, pretty early, right? Yeah, if you pull up, oh yeah, it was right before he got ranked. If you will pull up that fight and turn and turn off the commentary, especially mute it, <laughs> and then just watch it with the commentary off. Habib lost that fight, if you ask me, and they gave it to him, and the judges gave it to him. Habib, I'd say, lost that fight against Gleason Tebow, and they gave it to him. So. I don't. Uh, I can't even pull his. It name was up. close yeah. and it sucked. It's a boring fight. It's not a good one to even go back and watch. Yeah. it's a boring, boring fight. But Gleason, I think, squeaks by a boring decision past. I'll have to go and I'll go and check it out. Yeah, I have to take a look had at it. Thirteen takeouts, but they were yep. attempts. He was zero. Yep, he just pushed him up against the cage a bunch of times. Mm. He was behind I think. in strikes. He just had him pushed against the cage a lot, but he got taken down once, and he was behind on strikes. Khabib is one of those guys that was getting in people's heads before they even got into the ring. Dude, that song. When you hear that song, his, yeah, his, yeah. his walkout song is one of my favorites of all time. I don't even know. I've never heard it in any other thing ever, but it's just like, <laughs> And it's like, when you hear that, it's like, the eagle is coming to fucking rip your head off. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. I was, he, oh my God. Like, dude, everybody loved that card when he fought Connor. And that was the same one that Pettis fought uh, Tony on. Yeah, what a good card. And yeah, that card was amazing. But, dude, when it was, the crowd was going nuts and that song was playing, it was like, and I, one of the commentators was like, no man has yet to survive five rounds in the cage with an eagle. And I was like, oh, my God, I am ready. I am it, uh, ready for I think this. his best performance of his career was against Barboza. That's in Barboza? He, I mean, he destroyed Barboza. It, it, he, you could see it in Barboza's face. Oh, look that at he that. Was look just, at those strikes. Yeah, he just he, held him down and pounded him. He, Barboza's face, when he was up against the cage, and, you know, Khabib was on top of him. He does that thing where he he like grapevines and he wraps the leg mm -hmm. and he puts it behind he puts his leg behind his knee while he's got your legs between his. Yep. And you could just see it on Barboza's face. He was this like, what am I doing here? Yeah. What, How do, I what do I do from this situation? Strikes there. Well, that's, yeah, those are the attempts. Yeah, those, that's a lot compared to his 77 attempts in Barboza. Attempts. Those, those are attempts, attempts. Yeah. The one before that is what they actually landed. Oh, significant strikes, I gotcha. 
I'll have to watch that one too. Yeah. Oh, I love watching Habib fights. For, well, not all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll uh, go back I'll and watch. Go back like, and check out this one. Uh, what's the real estate agent? I Quinta. Oh, I Quinta. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Boring. That's a free. That's just they just hug each other for twenty five uh, minutes. I Quinta didn't he step in on short notice for that one? Yeah, because uh, he was supposed to fight Max Holloway, and then he was Max Holloway was having some kind of problem with his weight cut, and the doctor said you can't fight, and they had to fight, and Al Quinta filled in last minute. That's right. I remember this now. There was somebody else that was supposed to step in, and that fell apart too, right? Yeah, because I think Hallway was filling in for somebody else to okay. begin with. Uh, you're right. That's really digging in there, though. I can't I remember exactly what the... Diving deep into the storage yeah, banks here. It's going to really have to think about that one. Here, did you pull up the card? I guess... Uh... Dude, for that, for the main event and the last card, dude, I never had seen Till get broken like that. It was bad. I was like, he is mentally broken. Like, when he went to the ground that last time, he didn't even try to fight the hands. No, no, he didn't. I was like, he's not trying to fight the hands. And he just, he even put his hand right up to where he was going to tap. And I'm like, he's going to tap. And then tapped right away. I didn't really watch the the post-fight show. Once it was over, I kind of, I, you know, moved away from it. Yeah, but um. Till he he was hurt and he looked tired, and uh, when when Brunson took him to the ground, he put his arm under his neck and just like you said, it it didn't even look like the choke was really in, until was already prepping to tap. Yeah, yeah, it was. Man, I did, that was the first time I've ever seen Till just get broken, like just mentally beaten. It was it there. was a that was a rough go for him. Yeah, and uh, you know Brunson wants to fight uh, Izzy. Yeah, he said, oh, "Wait for it." And uh, I think, I mean, Izzy. Is that right? Izzy has Izzy. his number, dude. It, it, yeah, it's just that that first fight was. It looked like Brunson shouldn't have even been. You know, he made him look like an amateur. Yeah, and Izzy's better now than he was then. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, Brunson is better too, for sure. But uh, I but don't think that he's time, closed Brunson the gap. Has, has slowed down like his speed. You gotta have speed to beat Israel Adesanya. I feel like that. Yeah, I don't know, and he's he can be knocked out too, Brunson. He's a guy that I don't know. I don't. I don't see him. I feel like the odds are gonna be like minus five hundred for Adesanya if they end up fighting again. I mean, they they might be that high. That uh, I think. Like you said, Izzy's got his number. I don't think that uh, if they fought ten times, I think Derek might beat him once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And then, and that's it. We're already looking past Robert Whitaker. We're like, yeah, maybe he'll get to fight him after Robert Whitaker does. <laughs> I I think Izzy's got Robert Whitaker's number too. Yes, because Robert Whitaker's style is perfectly countered by Israel. Adesanya. It is. It, he likes to push forward and press yeah. the action, and he. Robert Whitaker fights with his chin up, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's that's the style that's tailor made for somebody like Izzy. And that one, his best move is the one two with the head kick follow up when you're mm-hmm. exiting, and it's like he that's not going to work on a guy who's got that much of a reach advantage on you. He uh, he's got to wrestle. I mean, if you want to beat Adesanya, you got to wrestle him. And yeah, but uh, Tori I mean, tried that, and he was getting reversed on the ground. Oh man, what a a poor showing too yeah, from a guy who was who was tearing through the division yeah. and 
and then to to get manhandled the way he did it uh i mean but izzy makes everybody everybody yeah. he's fought he made it, uh, Costa look like he did not belong in the oh US. yeah yeah that was bad that was a bad one uh and, and paulo's another guy he was just beating everybody dude i thought paulo actually had a shot i thought he had the best shot out of everybody like if you when you would ask me before each fight like, oh, do you think he's going to win this one? I'd always be like, no chance. This guy doesn't have a chance. No way. And then when I got to Paul Acosta, I was like, you know, this guy might be able to because he is ferocious. He really he is. He looked horrible. <laughs> he really that showing. He it's did. so wild that Kelvin Gastelum gave him his best fight. Oh, it is. That's kind of a strange thing. But that, I mean, that goes to show you how, how tough Gastelum is. And, uh, I mean, if you look back, Gastelum lost the ultimate fighter to uh uh to what's his name? Uh yeah. Goodness. Uh, uh, Uriah Hall. Multiple choice. Uriah Hall, yep. Uriah yep. Hall. He lost, you know, lost in the finals to Uriah Hall. And uh, you know, Uriah Hall kind of is not I mean, he's not the fighter that Kelvin Gastelum is. Yeah, Uriah Hall is he, I feel like Uriah Hall physically has every gift yeah you need yeah yeah i think you're right a great fighter just something it's just something there mentally for him he just can't he just can't do it because some fights he'd come out and you're like oh my god you're right hall looks like the greatest fighter ever and then the mm -hmm. next three fights in a row he'd be where did that guy go yeah where did that guy go yeah go? that's uh that's exactly right he uh when he was on the ultimate fighter he looked like a world beater yes a world beater. What does that mean? It means you beat the world, but oh. no one can beat him. No, I mean, he, he, people, he was on Team Sonnen, and uh, Chael was calling for him to fight Anderson Silva straight off of the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Well, he eventually got to fight him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, what a, that's one of those, like, letdown fights. An execution. <laughs> I just, I wanted to see him. Him fighting Silva in Silva's prime would have been an entirely different thing. Silva in his prime is the greatest fighter of all time. Yeah, he's up there. So there's the Matrix. Yeah, the the what he did to Forrest Griffin and and standing up against the cage fighting Stefan Bonner and going up to two hundred five and choking out Hendo. It uh, he was just he was a different thing. Can you guys talk about? I see on Israel Adesanya's record it says he lost to Jan. Jan Bohovic. He went oh, up to what? That, he went up to try to fight for like the white him. heavyweight title. Okay, that's I was wondering what. Yeah, that was that's where he he uh, it was just too much weight for him. He just couldn't, and that's why it was like he didn't even look too terrible on the ground, but just that little extra weight was a little too much for him. Yeah, he was having a hard time with uh, with Jan with getting him off of him, and that's what I was saying that. If you want to beat him, Jan Blachowicz laid out the blueprints. Yeah, but Jan Blachowicz is also way bigger than he must have been, else at you know, like 218, 220 pounds when they were fighting. And so I think had, Izzy weighed in at 204. Is that what it was? Oh, Jan was, Jan, I think, said he was 240. Is that how much? Really? Or something. It was something up there. Jan is a big He's a big, big guy. Man. He is large. He cuts a lot of weight, too. It says light heavyweight is 186 to 205. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. no one's going to come in at 186. Yeah, I'm yeah. Be nuts. Okay, and then middleweight <laughs> is 171 to 185. Yeah. Okay, But it. it's just 185. Okay. Just look at the max. No one's okay. coming in at the minimum. Gotcha. Okay. 
I was wondering. I was like, what is this? And there was that one dude, that guy that Mickey Gow just fought. He would come in at like 182 because uh, he couldn't cut weight because he has like diabetes or something until he got his medicine. Now he fights at 170. Who is that? Uh, the guy that Mickey Gow, Gow just beat. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up. Mickey Gow. I think it's like Jordan Wright or something like that. Let's see. Mickey Gow just choked him out. He put an absolute showing on him. Jordan Williams. Jordan Williams has diabetes. He's in the UFC. And he used okay. to fight at 185. And he couldn't cut weight. And once he had a couple of fights, he, uh, that's not him. Type in MMA. He's like, yeah, that guy. When, uh, yeah, once he got his medicine, now he fights at 170. But Mickey Gal absolutely starched him. Was that the uh, the Sandhagen Dillashaw card? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it says that here. Okay, yeah. okay, there okay. Is. I remember this. I didn't know. I didn't know that he could. Uh, that that's why he was coming in under like that. Yeah, he couldn't cut weight. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff. He was on, uh, that's another one of those contender flops, Jordan Williams. He has not yeah. looked good since he was on contender. It, um, I don't really watch it too much. I've seen a few. Oh, I missed it last week. Oh, um, I'll watch it. I'll watch it this last Tuesday. This was pretty good. Yeah. That guy I got saw the highlights. And uh, I saw this guy's knee. Hey, this guy's knee got messed up, right? That was last week. There's a flying knee knockout. There was oh, that is it that those two Brazilian guys they fought? There was. I'm trying to remember what all was on here, there. Here, I'll pull it up right here. Um, man, AJ Fletcher was the knee. I really cannot. I'm drawing a blank on what really even happened that much. When I think of somebody's knee getting messed up, I just think of Jamal Emmers getting like <laughs> badly. I yelled at my TV so loud when he went down to the ground with Pat Sabatini. I was like, why are you doing that? Oh. Make him stand back up. <laughs> it was crazy. Did you pull up last week's card? Over there. Go all the way to the left. Yeah. What else we got on here? No, no, no. no. Yeah, scroll. Go down to... Oh, dude. Patty the Batty. Oh, yeah. What a... Uh, no what technique. a good showing. No technique whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> He still got it done. He did. He did. He, he looked great. And that was uh crazy. you know, he he did a good uh you know threw a good promo out post fight. Yes, you know, I'm he the looked new good. cash cow. Yeah, why yeah. does he think he is a new cash cow? You just gotta say that type of shit. Is he he's just been, trying to like hype it up yeah, like you gotta Tom hype McGregor. it up? No one else is gonna hype you up for you. Yeah, yeah the the hype train was kinda behind him coming into this too. So he's you know feeding into it. Yeah. He is exciting, dude. He has—he does not put on. I just looked him up because I'd never heard of him until he signed with the UFC. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me look this guy up, and it was like he had a flying triangle and some other crazy stuff. I was like, oh my goodness. I think uh, didn't the guy who knocked out Adesanya just sign too? Yep. Yes, he did. He just signed with the UFC. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Crazy. Is he fighting still at the same weight class? Yeah, it should be at one eighty-five. Maybe. I don't know, actually. I think he's fighting at 185. We'll have to see. I don't know who he'll do, debut against, dude. But I want to see Till fight Holland. That would be a great fight. That would be great. Just say, all right, boys, you're getting one off here. You're getting a week off. Nobody's going to try to take you down in this one. <laughs> <laughs> On, uh, dude, that kick after the Patty the Batty fight was absolutely gruesome. That was what, uh, some kung fu movie shit. 
And uh, you're talking about no, um, the main card, Daisy. Main card. Uh, round tree. Hey, round, round tree. tree? Yeah, breaking or not breaking, oh, but yeah, tearing this guy's crazy. knee apart. Yes, every ligament in his knee just destroyed. We talked about it a little bit on the pre-show, but it was ridiculous. Yeah, There's, how some people think it. Should yeah, be it's open to debate of people thinking it. But this happened. This happened. I think Wonder Boy also got his knee tore up in a similar fashion, and it opened up a discussion then to outlaw that type of kick. So I bet I bet in two or three weeks no one will even be talking about it again anyway. No, you're probably you're probably right about that. It um I I really I don't know. You know, I'm not a professional fighter, but I it's that's a rough one. You know, getting getting kicked like that and then missing a year. And especially with the the way the pay works in the UFC. Oh yeah. Just uh you know that's, that's a hard that's go. That's more of a problem than the kick. I feel like they need to have some type of workman's comp. <laughs> like, <laughs> they need some kind of workman's comp over there. Like these guys get injured more than any other profession <laughs> you can name. Probably more than like, what probably your, more than labor, or than like a plumber or a garbage man. You know. What yeah. Would be your plan for workman's comp. For workman's comp? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Way. I'm not. <laughs> some kind of injury pay. Like if you're out for so much time. They gotta help you out somehow, but yeah, yeah, they make Hope. so much money. Lately. Hopefully, he's got Affleck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he needs that Affleck. They like the UFC has just been printing money. Like Bellator, they had their big card. They had like their biggest card of the year, and UFC had put on a horrible card that day. It was Sean Strickland versus Uriah Hall, and still the UFC card like tripled its viewership. And I'm like, come on, people. We got to pay these boys a little better. And ladies. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. maybe they should have, like, an on-staff, like, financial advisor for people like Mike Perry and, like, Darren Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, Misha Tate just fought. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, she was she, she won. She looked her great. Whole, her whole purse she, being gone. Yeah. Her, her purse was 230000 I think. And she said 98% of it is gone. Yeah, that's why I think that's they need, like, a financial advisor, and I don't know, I'm not a fighter, but I'm wondering, like, do, do they calculate, like, how much their coaching and training and stuff is going to cost before well, they take the Well, some fight? people, like Mike Perry, don't hire coaches so that they don't have to pay them. Yeah. And then Misha Tate goes, she travels all over the world for her camps, all, all the time. She'll be traveling all over. That's why it's 90% or, not, or however much of her money was gone, is because she... Is hiring the top of the line people, private chefs, all that type of stuff. Yeah, maybe. I guess to the contractor, she won't have. To, I mean, if she writes it all up right, she won't have to pay taxes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess are they all subs? Is that how that works? Are they sub subcontracted? Yeah, they're all Get subcontractors. Ten ninety nine at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, maybe um, you should apply for that to be like the UFC financial advisor. <laughs> they probably have something like that because they have. Uh, they have like therapists and stuff through the, through oh, the UFC. Nice. So Doctors, they might have some kind all of kinds financial. of that stuff. Yeah, Tony Ferguson probably needs to sign up for that therapist. I saw at least a little past that point. I saw a meme and it was like, "Who should Tony Ferguson fight next?" And it was like his demons. So like, yeah, I mean, Tony's <laughs> my favorite fighter of all time, and I just it makes me sad to see him when he gets signed when he gets booked now. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that that he's your favorite fighter? Of all time. Like when okay. you like you like when you go back through the historical, Tony's my favorite of all time, dude. But now 
it's sad watching him fight. I'm like, please stop throwing him in there. This is... He's making more money now than he ever did in his career. Like, mm-hmm. he get his ass kicked. Yeah. God, <laughs> it's so depressing. Yeah, I saw me was like, they should have um, Cowboy fight um, Tony and both Again. of them should retire. A rematch? Yeah, it's like, uh, winner retires and loser retires. <laughs> I'd be down for that rematch. <laughs> you think that would be a good fight? I mean, I it'd be, know. it'd be, what, what do you mean by good fight? Like, like the, will it be entertaining, or? The first time they fight was great. Fought was great. I don't know how it would be, because, you know what? Ask me after I watch Robbie Waller and Nick Diaz fight, because <laughs> once in, I want to see what it looks like when two completely over-the-hill guys go at it, and if it turns into it actually being a fair, close fight. I okay. think that Robbie is going to starch Nick Diaz. See, I disagree, dude. I think it's going to go the distance. Do you? I think it's going to go the distance. I think Robbie's going to win the first round, mm-hmm. maybe the second, and I think Nick's going to win three, four, and five. What do you uh, think, Michael? I haven't seen these guys fight the first time. I still need to watch that one. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a not a close fight. The first time they fought? Yeah, not really a close fight. That was also 20 years ago. Yeah, it was, Nick Diaz. It was a long Nick time Diaz. ago. Nick Diaz, that's a famous one. That one is a great one to go back because Nick Diaz... I thought Nick Diaz, Diaz wasn't in the UFC because he was like certain Because he smoked or weed, yes. Almost okay. ridiculous. And all everybody's on TRT and everything. They let them get exemptions. But if you smoke weed, you're out. But anyway... Has he been fighting when, since then? Or what is he no, doing? Oh, no. okay. But when he fought Robbie Lawler the first time, it was so good. Because Robbie Lawler was... Kind of, more, he was more respectful because he wasn't. I don't think he was under. Uh, who's the guy that got hit by the train? Uh, Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes. I don't think he was under Matt Hughes yet, so he didn't really turn into a douche yet at that point. <laughs> so, but he was kind of just more respectful. And Nick Diaz comes in there. He's pacing back and forth in the cage, looking over at Robbie Waller, and he starts giving him the middle finger and yells, <laughs> "Stockton, motherfucker!" <laughs> 209 Stockton motherfucker and Robbie Waller's like what the fuck is going on right now so I think that that played a little bit into it the mental game Who won that one? Nick Diaz Nick Diaz okay back in the day this new one I have no idea how it'll really go because Robbie has looked pretty rough in his last couple especially against Magni yeah oh my god I was like this is depressing to watch <laughs> and but Nick Diaz also hasn't fought in like six years or something. It's been yeah. Anderson Silva was his last fight. Yeah, that's well, crazy. Well, it says he teaches BJJ, so maybe he's getting some practice from that. Well, that's that's a lot. That's a lot different from just pure BJJ to MMA. There's a lot of things that you, that really don't even work. And yeah, there's MMA. a lot that doesn't work. It doesn't completely uh, translate. Translate. Yeah, it doesn't completely translate because. There's a lot of stuff in jiu-jitsu that you can do because you don't have to worry about getting punched in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And if you have a gi, you know, you can do lapel chokes and things yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cross no gi choke. There's so much. Well, uh, it became a no contest because both of them tested positive for stuff. Yeah. But Silva won. Okay. Yeah, Silva won. And Anderson tested positive for PEDs. And then yes. Nick tested positive yeah. for THC. Yep. <laughs> And uh, so that was a an entertaining fight, too. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, when he laid down on the ground, that's yeah, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He laid down. Dude, my favorite Nick Diaz fight is when he fought Thomas Denny. Have you ever watched that one, when he fought Thomas Denny? I'm not 
Sure. So when, uh, elite yeah, it was Elite XC, but 2008. Dude, that was so good. Tom, he just took damage round, round two from so Thomas was... Denny for like a round, and then he for like half of the first round, and then he started pouring it on. And that second round, he just just finished him with volume. It was so good. Yeah, I see. Yeah, so one uh, by TKO. Yeah, that was a good one. I don't think I've seen that one. I have to go back and watch that one. There's a Nick Diaz like compilation from like five or six years ago. Whenever I don't feel like going to the gym, I put it on. (laughs) I was watching that today. It. uh, I mean, he Nick is one of those guys that has this huge following. He hasn't had, you know, that many UFC fights in in what like, I don't know what's he fought five or six times in like ten years almost. Let's see. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Then he left the UFC. One, two. He's got about fifteen UFC fights. You guys he went won. Out. It he had a huge gap. A huge gap where he left. Uh, where did he go to Strike Force yeah, and he went Elite? To and uh, he went to Pride for a little bit, I think. Dream. Dream. Says. Oh, Dream. Yeah. Dang. Dream. Dream Pride. Man. Same thing. Dream didn't last for very long. <laughs> yeah. No. I think they were owned by the same guys, Dream and Bright, or similar guys. But I don't and, know. Uh, I'm I remember not sure he about fought. That. Uh, he fought Str- Frank Shamrock. That was a good one. Yeah, Shamrock was like forty years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some good ones. Uh, when he fought, he's got a, a really good grappling match. Was when he fought Diego Sanchez. They, that was very good. Like they were. If you want to see some good BJJ, because nowadays. Guys can't really be that skinny at 170 to be able mm-hmm. to flow like that. Yeah, yeah. And they were really flowing with the, with the grappling in that fight. It uh said Diego. Yeah, Diego Sanchez okay, and Nick okay. Diaz. It was an Ultimate Fighter finale. I don't know what year it was. But Let's see if I can pull this up. Diego. See, they just got it right here. Yeah. Ultimate uh, Fighter two thousand five. Ultimate Fighter two yeah. finale. Two thousand five. Oh, he left it up for the judges. That's what yeah. happens. Well, Diego Sanchez <laughs> did win. He was on top most of the fight. Yeah, and then he Diego fought. going to... Do you know who FPS Russia is? No. Oh, okay. So he was this YouTuber. He pretended to be Russian. And he would okay. shoot, like, just guns and bazookas and stuff. <laughs> and he recently got on, like, TRT and became shredded. Like, huge. And Diego Sanchez signed with BKFC, and they're they're trying to get those two to fight. And FPS Russia has just been talking the most ridiculous smack of all time. Like it's just so fake. And he's like, like is he this guy a fighter? Oh no, no, not at all. Oh no, no, no. Diego will kill him. Okay, Diego okay. will kill him. So if Michael, they your planner, you would have to do something. Oh like yeah, that. dude, I wish I would get an opportunity. Like uh like if like I would love to fight Logan Paul. Because my plan would be I would just insult him so hard the whole time. <laughs> Pipe it up for so long. Tell everybody I know, put money against me, knock out first round, because the first time I don't care if it's a body jab. I'm going down in the first hit. <laughs> the first time he touches me, I'm going down right away. You it, um, have your opportunity here. I'm looking at a bare knuckle fight. Oh, I'm not going to fight for BKFC? Right Are you kidding me? It's a one-time I'm not, not going to fight for BKFC. That's oh so my intense. God. My, That's uh, the most 
brutal. My buddy just signed a BKFC contract. Oh my god, that's the most brutal. Woo! There, you have no de- there's no <laughs> defects for the most part. This yeah, you get, yeah. there's like you get two. This is how much you can block, Deja. That's it. That's it. They can come around the side to the body. That's my it. buddy. Uh, he was a UFC fighter, and then oh, he uh, he got cut, and uh, he signed with BKFC, and he hasn't had a fight yet. But uh, I mean, he went one and four or one and three in the UFC. Is Spike Carlisle? No, his name is Gian Herrera. Oh, I don't know him. He uh, he fought uh, uh, him. What's his name? Pull it up, baby. Gian Herrera. I was looking at the roster thing on here. I don't know. Just put UFC at the end. It'll probably come up. AH. Herrera. There he is. Find him. Yeah. 5'5? 125? Uh, is he 125? He might be. Go down to MMA. Oh, it says Tampa, Florida. Ray Borg. Yeah, that's who he fought. I was trying to think of his name. Yeah, he fought Ray Borg. He lost to Ray Borg. But Borg, that was a snooze fest. Borg laid on him the whole time. Ah, I never liked Ray Borg. No, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a huge fan. uh, I didn't was not that upset when he got cut. (laughs) People were like, "Oh, they cut Ray Borg!" I was like, "I couldn't give a fuck." Yeah, he knocked out Joby Sanchez. And then he fought Ben Win, and I don't even know how to say that name. Ali. Bogatinov. <laughs> yeah, ba- uh, Bogatinov. Yeah, he lost to lost to him. Oh, lost it says to ben he fought BKFC nineteen, July twenty third in Tampa. He beat Adabil Velasquez in the second round. Where have you seen that? Right there. Oh, it's on the bottom. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty recent. Though. Yeah, it says he just fought not too long ago in BKFC. Did he? I didn't even know he fought. Yeah, July twenty third. Uh, I know he had a fight booked and. Uh, he he broke his hand, I think, and had to pull out. I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to be talking about all this stuff, honestly. <laughs> but uh, these are insider insider tips. Well, he won his last fight not too long ago, so it's probably healed up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's good now. This was a little while back. But, uh... Dude, fighters and injuries. Oh, I mean, it's just... I, I, I'm pretty sure everybody assumes, like, oh, yeah, this man has gone through some injuries. At it's, one time or another. Oh, it's part the of the game. Yep, that was and Blueface Baby. Then I think was Blueface Baby on that card. I don't know what his real name is. But... Yeah, me neither. I have no idea. But I think Blueface that was on. is one of those rappers. I think he fought. Yeah, he did fight. That was a that was a boxing match though, wasn't it? Wasn't that on Triller? I thought it was BKFC when Blueface Maybe Baby they, fought. I think it was on the same one. I have no idea, honestly. I think <laughs> it could have been I think a thriller. That was a... It's something Triller would do. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a Triller fight. I might be wrong about that, but I uh, uh, I didn't no, watch that one either. That one. I saw the, the highlights one. afterwards, and he got in a fight with the, the fan. Not when he fought King Tree. Type in... This was... Not that one. Let me see. Uh... Blue face. Yeah, Kane, that was his fight in July. It says very knuckle. Championship exhibition. I have no idea really if it what was the was there some pictures? Yeah, it looks like bare knuckle. He's got his hands taped up like his bare knuckle. Was it? 
They, I mean, it might have been. He I fought a. Uh, didn't you? He fought a nobody, right? Yeah, he fought a TikTok, TikTok guy. TikTok guy, yeah. yeah. A random thing to do. Hey, whatever sells, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make that cash. Pull up the card from the other night. There, oh, dude, I figured it was gonna happen. So Air Jordan is one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. But I was like, Arosa is the last minute king for coming in. And he's like the catchweight last minute king. He said it himself afterwards. He said if there was a 150 pound division, he'd be undefeated. <laughs> so I, I knew, I was like, I got a bet against my boy Jordan in this one, just so it lightens the blow when he loses. <laughs> so I put a little bit of money against him. And man, that was, Arosa, he did basically the same thing that he did to uh, Sean Woodson against him. Yeah, yeah. It uh he he Darce choked him, right? To yeah, to finish it. Darce. Yeah, yeah. That was a uh he it had its moments. I think he Erosa got dropped in the second round. Yep, he dropped Okay. Him. Yeah, yeah. That was a uh, it was a good fight. Good yeah, it fight. was pretty good. Was I like the uh the first fight on the main card, the Barryalt and Oh yeah, Mark uh, Andre Barryalt. I Indian love Bula. when he fights. I love watching Mark Andre Barryalt fight. It um the end favorites. the ending was great. They just went to it. Yeah, just swung. Yeah, yeah. The strikes are crazy on this one. Dude, when they were like Dolce, he trains with Francis Ngannou. I was like, maybe you should find a different coach because he looks like he fights <laughs> like Ngannou used to fight. Because he was swinging so wildly, there was no technique to it. Anything, he would just try to explode in these bursts and miss. He would. What hit do you think about times. Ngannou and Cyril Gan? I don't know who's oh, gonna win that yeah. one. I'm not sure who will win that I'm one. I'm going to go with Sarah on that. I really? lean toward Ninganu's just such an absolute monster. I've yet to see anyone. I, I think he's tightened it up to where, I mean, Stipe tried to wrestle him, and he would, then started blasting Stipe on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and Cyril Gan's not going to try to wrestle him. You what said, is what the reach advantage in that one? What'd you say? It looked like he shot Stipe when he had Oh, yeah. It looked like he shot Stipe with a gun. In that last fight, it was, woo, that was crazy. It was intense, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I thought that if anybody was going to come out and beat Francis, that it was going to be Kane. And Kane got starched right away. Yeah. I mean, the guy just touches people and puts them away. Yeah. Immediately, dude. He is a monster. He really is. He's a monster. It's a He's a scary guy. Dude. It's a good thing he's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he was he mean. Like, oh my god. Do you do you guys listen to any the he had a, a really like a long podcast on uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, and, I watched uh, one on Joe Rogan talked yeah. about working in the sand. Man, what a crazy stuff. story. Really, I Dude, somebody that. needs I, that's what John Jones, if he was gonna fight him, he needed to be talking some shit. He needs to be like, I'm gonna send him back to the sand mines in Africa <laughs> and all this. Like, no one talks any shit towards Francis. I think he, if somebody tried, they might be able to get in his head because he's not hasn't really had to go against somebody like that. Yeah. Because look at look at all these guys. This is literally the most respective like list of people you can find here. He Stipe, JDS, all oh, in the worst fight of all time. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst fight. Ever. That was yeah. I think yeah, what were the total strikes for... thrown in that fight? It was oh my God, under probably. thirty. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, for both combined, it was probably yeah, like yeah. fifteen to thirteen strikes or something. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. It was terrible. terrible. That's the biggest letdown ever. 
oh my god, it was like this is gonna be great. Someone's getting knocked out, and then it was like nothing happened. Nothing at all. What yep. would you rather have to sit through again, that or Izzy Romero? I'd rather watch Izzy Romero again, honestly. They both were just absolutely unbearable <laughs> to watch. <laughs> I, I was, it was so frustrating. I'm like, God, come on. It, um, yeah, uh, Romero, I mean, in that fight, Izzy is the kind of guy who fights, you know, he he brings his, like, level to the other person. And Romero was standing there, so you end up getting Izzy standing there, too. You know yeah. what I mean? He's, yeah, I listened to a podcast episode about when he was fighting that guy. That was yeah, a terrible fight. Yeah, Romero is, I hate how he fights. He just sits in the center. He just stands there and he's like, I dare you to get close to me. And then just fires bombs because he has horrible cardio. And it, like, it was made even worse by the fact of, wasn't uh, Zhang Weili, Yoana the main event on that card? That fight? No. I think or the co-main? Was, I thought that was on... I think it was that card and we had just seen this fantastic fight and then yeah I think you're right 248 I'm pretty sure that is that we got one. roped into watching Izzy Yoel I'm pretty sure that was 248 that that was on now that you're saying that because 249 was Tony Gaethje. Yeah, yep, there it is. Yeah, literally. God, what a what a just change of pace. Usually it's the opposite. Usually it's like the ladies that end up just having a 15-minute snoozer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Switched it up on that it, one. Uh, and now, Wei Li is getting ready to fight Rose. was on there. Oh, my God, that was such a good fight. Benil Darius, yes, that was one of the best knockouts ever. Benil Darius and... Drakkar close. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is he fighting soon, Benil Darush? No, he's not booked right now. He's ranked third. He's kind of sitting on his ranking a little bit. Sean As he should. One of that one. Yeah. You see, I hate when people... I Just because I want to watch everybody fight. I love watching Benil Darush fight. That's why I'm like, get back in there. Come on. And it's like he's sitting on a win over Tony. Yeah, yeah. Like a beat Tony. And who did he beat before that? Like Scott Holtzman. Like, come on. You're going to get a title shot after fighting Scott Holtzman and then Tony. But he's not like a, he's got a pretty good win streak. I think seven. Seven, really? He's on a seven-fight win streak? Oh, well, shit. Never mind. What I just he's said. a, I mean, he's a monster. Yeah, he's so good. Jakar Close, you know, Scott Holtzman. Who do you fight after Scott Holtzman? Who like uh, Diego Fajardo. Oh, CDF. That was a great fight on that rematch. But some of these guys, though, like Scott Holtzman is not, I mean, he's got a horrible chin. Drakkar Close, has he even fought since then? I don't know. And then Frank the Crank, I don't even think he's in the UFC anymore. No, I don't think he is. That's a good win. Look at that guy's face. And then he got knocked out by Hernandez in the fight before that, so. Tiago Moises. I guess he does. He has some pretty good wins. Some pretty good wins. A solid resume. I mean. Uh, beating Diego Fajeda and Tony back to back, and less than I mean, only five weeks apart. Yeah, the CD that CDF fight was so good. Oh my god, that was a good one. And then CDF went on to just get absolutely broken apart by uh, oh my god, the guy Gregor Gillespie. 
Oh, uh, Gillespie is not to be played with. Yeah. <laughs> Just he got a, uh, you know, he got knocked out by Kevin, uh, Lee. Kevin Lee. But uh, I mean, he's a Kevin Lee and his random strokes of looking great. Didn't we just see him fight recently? Yeah, fight against Daniel Rodriguez. Oh yeah, yeah. For the fight, the battle for C Block. That's why it looks like two inmates. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, that was another one where I was like, oh hell yeah, I'm totally betting on this because D Rod was like a plus one sixty or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? He's one of the biggest welterweights in the division. He's huge. Yeah, against the guy coming up from one fifty five. Yeah, he's huge. This is easy it- money. He's massive. I love his tattoo, dude. He looks like a guy you would not want to fuck with. <laughs> Who? Uh, Daniel Rodriguez. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. looks like a. He looks like the most fright. One of the most frightening guys in the UFC. He's a scary looking motherfucker. Dude, who you got? Pull up next week's card, Deja. What do you? You got some of your picks for next week? Uh, I believe so. Should. I usually try and knock them out. The Smith and Span card. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think. Actually, we'll start. Let's start from... Is Antonio Arroyo related to Matt Arroyo? They probably are. Are they? I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't know. I got a Joaquin Buckley by TK, or by KO. That he lives and dies by it, so... Yeah. <laughs> he's, I think he's 2-2. Two and two, two wins by knockout, two losses by knockout. Yeah, yeah. I think the guy he knocked out was playing on this card, too. Let me scan it real quick. Is it, yeah, Impa Kasanganai. That's the guy he got the spinning knockout on. Dude, since Kasanganai has gone down to 170, he has looked good at 170. Yeah, yeah. No, you're... So, there. Uh, who do you have out of Kutalaba and Clark? That's uh, what I want. That's a close one. I wait, dude. I think Kutalab was gonna get him out of there in the first. You think so? I don't know. I, I have I, a feeling that Devin Clark is gonna edge out a decision. He could. Well, if he's gonna win, it's probably gonna be a decision because Kutalaba gasses so hard. Yeah, yeah. He gasses so hard, but he is ferocious. Like, um, he just wasn't Mark Andre Barriol that he just fought. I think it was Mark Andre Barriol he just yeah, fought. I think so. Yes. And. He was hammering. Oh, it was Dustin Jacoby. I always get those two guys. They look pretty similar, Dustin Jacoby. Yeah, he was hammering Dustin Jacoby with elbows against the cage. Mm-hmm. Devin Clark cannot take that. <laughs> Dustin Jacoby's one of the few men that can, honestly. Yeah. So if he gets him he in a position right. like that, he is going down. I think that. that's a, that's the, the most exciting fight on the card, I think. Yeah, pull up the card again here. Uh, Armin Sarukian, though, that could be a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, you know, I don't think, what's his, is he 12 and 1, something He's like No, 16 and 2. Yeah, 16 and 2. From Russia. I, only loss I remember him getting was against Islam. Yeah. What's his other loss? Oh, some, something something outside of the UFC. Oh, okay. We got Back knocked out. Knocked out in thirty seconds. Wow, it's crazy. So he can be, oh, he can be quick then. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, do you train at all? I do. I do. Yeah, I train BJJ. Where at? We're at Upper Academy. Okay, okay. Yeah, you guys are out there. 
Yeah, one of the fighters we interviewed, he trained yeah. Sir Eli. Yeah, Eli He's the pretty prophet. awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, we went I to watch to that his one. fight okay. recently. Yeah, Eli's the best. I love hanging out with him. <laughs> see him tomorrow. I'll, I'll see him tomorrow, actually. Yeah, I like how well he can, like, talk. And it's, like, it's one thing to, like, watch the fight. But then when the actual fighter breaks down, like, what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like when people can, like, explain well, like, what was going on and what were, like, the signs of, like, how you knew you had the choke. Like, when he explained how he, like, had the choke on the guy and he heard him, like, wheezing, I've never, like... Yeah, you're kind of getting it. So, basically, in his fight, he, uh, he had an amateur fight. And right off the rip, dude, he rocked this guy and busted yeah, his I nose. Yeah, he was gonna... So, the guy like started to panic wrestle and he took his back immediately. But the guy was tough, because he... Held on while getting rear naked choked for like for a, a while, for like a yeah. minute and ten seconds it seemed oh. like, it, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like getting choked out. It was intense. At one point, he like stood back up somehow and flung his whole body across the <laughs> octagon, and he still, Eli still held on to him all time, and he got his hooks back in and finished him. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. What crazy. uh, what who was who was the fight for? What organization? Uh, UFG. UFG. Okay. I don't know a lot about them. It's like under. I think it was their. It was UFG three or four. It was only like their third or fourth event. It was four. He's also fought for uh, WCFL, I believe. Maybe something like that. I can't remember all of them that he fought for. But anyway, pull pull up next week's card page. We don't need to talk about. We talk about Eli enough on here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, you got it right there. Yeah, for the main event. I don't think Ryan Spann is going to have anything new to show Anthony Smith. Uh, I think His Anthony, record is so much more Oh, yeah. Anthony Smith that. has fought everybody. He's fought yeah, John yeah. Jones. He's fought everyone. I thought that Anthony Smith might have beat John. Well, if he didn't get kneed in the head. <laughs> that was a crazy, crazy close fight. Yeah. That was and, a good uh, one. The illegal me, John Jones be pissing me off. Isn't that cheating. how? Um... Yes, but we're not gonna, we're not bringing that up. Don't even. Bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> it just upsets me every time. <laughs> but though, no, but when, dude, did you watch when Smith fought Glover Teixeira? Oh yeah, that was one of my favorite fight night, like main events. When he was on the ground pounding him and his teeth like rolled out because I think yeah, that yeah, was he the knocked first, his tooth out of his mouth, right? I think that was the first fight night that they had with no crowd. So you could really like hear everything, and he's mm-hmm. like hitting him. He goes, "I'm sorry." He was like, it, is, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Railed. Dude, I love watching Anthony Smith uh, fight. Didn't. Anthony Smith's one of my favorites because he will go in there and he will get his ass kicked for your entertainment. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Oh, he's a he's a great entertainer. Yeah. I think Gus didn't Gus knock out one of Glover's teeth too. Uh, oh, one of Anthony's teeth. Glover no. Uh, uh yeah, Glover. Glover to sure. Didn't uh Alexander Gustafson knock out one of his teeth too? Oh. I don't I know. Like well Glover a... knocked out Anthony Smith's teeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have to go back and Oh yes. Now that yes, now that you've pulled that up, it's coming back to me it's now. One of those, he did. One of those, he, I think he yeah, he it comes around things. teeth out of him. That was intense. That was one of uh Alexander Gustafson's best showings. Yeah. Gustafson's one of those guys, dude, where it's like he'll look good, and Christ, he he kept Verdum in the UFC for a couple more fights than he needed to with that <laughs> loss. I was like, how the heck did you lose to that? 
he, Verdun looks horrible. Uh, he's another guy that doesn't look good uh, since they took his juice away. Yeah. And uh, somehow he lost to him. So. But that was a heavyweight. Go back to the Smith stand. So you think Ryan Span's going to win? or on uh, Out of Anthony Smith and Ryan Span? Yeah. yeah. I think Span uh, might just pull it off. I don't know. I'm not really sure about that one. I don't even have a pick, you know, submitted here. That's the only one that I haven't picked on yet. Um, I think. Oh, go ahead. I don't think, like you said earlier, I don't think Span is going to show Anthony Smith anything he hasn't seen. And, uh, you know, he's Anthony Smith has fought everybody. He's been in there with world champion. Yeah. I and, could uh, see. I think it's going to be a late fight submission. You think so? For uh, Anthony Smith? Yep. I think think he's going to sub him? He just might. I think he's going to sub him deep into the fight. Like deep third, early fourth. That would be surprising. I think when it starts getting into that later part where Ryan Spann isn't really used to being in there, Mm -hmm. that's when he's going to be able to start taking better control of him and maybe take his back or something like that and get a sub. And Anthony Smith can get good subs off his back too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Long guy. Long yeah. arms. He's got a nasty triangle. I see Jim Miller yeah. is fighting. I know you talked about Jim him quite a bit. A10 Miller. They've been trying to build young fighters off of this man's name. Forever. Forever. And forever. he refuses to let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> he continuously beats these young guys. But I think today is going to be the day. Or not Over today. Over half of his wins are so, Oh, yeah. I think he's got yeah, the, He's up there. With most ever, uh, I think this week is going to be the week that we see him get flatlined. That it's finally his chin isn't going to really hold up as good as it has. And I think he's going to get knocked out pretty early. He's lost what? He lost one? His last fight or did he he's, lose two in a row two now? Two in a row. He lost two in a to row? Uh, Vince Pichel, the old, yeah, another yeah. old guy. And he lost to Joe Selecki, yeah. who's a young guy. But he, he beat Roosevelt Roberts. That I was so. That fr- oh my god! I was like, dude, Bount Money. He's a guy. He that, subbed him, right? Yeah, he subbed him. Bount Money. Okay. When Bount Money, he looked good coming in, and now Christ, has he lost his last four <laughs> fights in a row? Maybe he has. He has just continuously lost. Well, he did so his last three in a row, but one of them became a no contest because the guy smoked weed. Kevin Kroom. He subbed him in like ten seconds. So that's a. Yeah. Uh... What a shame to have your fight overturned over something so, yeah. you know. That was his debut, the, the fact that we're still these, overturning these fights over that. These two guys aren't even in the UFC anymore. Thomas Gifford and Brock Weaver, two of his wins. Two out of his last three Weaver. wins aren't even I in like the Brock UFC. Brock Weaver. What? I like Brock Weaver. I'm a fan. Really? Yeah, I'm a fan. Dude, Brock Weaver, I just, every time I watched him fight, I was like, he just, I don't know, he just looked like. He just didn't look like he was good at fighting. Oh, he fights for Jorge <laughs> Oh, he fought for Game Bread? Yeah. Game Bread Fight League or whatever? Yeah. yeah, they've only done one. They just Jason pulled the... Uh, they just pushed their, their next card. Mm. He, oh, uh, Jorge Masvidal was just saying that they, they're going to... I think it was October 1st was the next fight card, and they're, they're pushing it back. I wonder if that's making money for him. I, Doesn't Habib have one now? Well, I don't think he's put on any fights with it okay. yet. Eagle FC. He bought he bought one though, but uh yeah, I wonder if it's making money because Dana White always says that 
every other promotion is just in the business of burning money. Because <laughs> when he says something, like, I wonder if Game Bread's making some cheddar, or if he's just making like 20 grand or so. I mean, Jorge doesn't seem like the kind of guy to do something for no reason. Yeah. You know, I, and even if he's not making money, I'm sure that he enjoys the idea of, like, that's a nice guy at the end of the day. Hmm. And uh, I'm sure he likes getting some of these guys some exposure. Hmm. Yeah. Is Jorge still fighting? Yeah, he's still fighting. Okay. He I thought that I've seen him fight in a while. He probably, every day of his life, he probably regrets dumping that water bottle on his head before going into the next round of his fight. Well, if you look up the picture, when he got knocked out, water went flying everywhere. It looked yeah, crazy, yeah. and it made for these wild pictures. I'm like, damn, he probably was like, shit, I shouldn't have dumped all that water on my head. It <laughs> yeah, made it was a, extra ridiculous. Like uh, like the damn Rocky movies. Yeah. All the, all the water oh, flying off. I mean, he lost to Usman twice in a row. Yeah, twice in a row. And this card this weekend, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, man. Kind of is not the best card here. Like Dakota, well, hey. Montel Jackson, JP Bays, Bays to open the night up. I always want to say Bays, but Bays. Bays, yep. his wife Cheyenne. Yeah, Cheyenne yeah. Bays. He'll probably so he's zero one so far in the UFC. He'll probably lose again to Montel Jackson. Magic <laughs> Montel Jackson. Magic. Yep. I uh, I'm not super excited for the fights this weekend. Yeah, dude. Now my as I'm looking at it, I'm like, these are. It's not... actually it's not this weekend. It's two weekends away. Oh, it's. Oh shit! What am I gonna do this weekend, man? <laughs> Wait, there's no fights this weekend. No, that's why they the, don't have it all oh, posted. Okay. The then. thriller, the thriller boxing fight is this weekend. Well, guess that's what I'll be watching then. Holyfield and Belfort. <laughs> that's what I'll be watching. Thriller boxing. You thriller said? fight club. Or what? Yeah. Thriller boxing. I don't know if they call it different stuff. I think Anderson Silva is going to KO Tito Ortiz. That would be nice. And I think Vitor is going to KO Evander Holyfield, too. So that would be sick. I thought Evander Holyfield was retired. Evander Holyfield Super retired. retired. He is <laughs> He's retired. like 50-something years. I thought he was an older guy. Should have stayed that way. This is not the fight. But also, he's fighting a guy that has never boxed. No, but he's also he's fighting a guy that's pumped full of testosterone. Right now, he's sitting at his house, just staring at all the bottles on his dresser. Just, yeah. just waiting. I'm rooting for Vitor. I always root for the UFC guys when they go to these other leagues. Oh, did you root for Ben Askren when he I went did, to fight uh, Jake Paul? Askren and that was it. Actually, when I, I the stream I was watching it on cut out, and then I like before I got it back on, it was like Logan Paul was like doing his interview. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> but, so disappointing. Yeah, it was horrendous. I um, I I want. I just decide to believe and convince myself he did it on purpose. Even if he didn't, I'm gonna go ahead and say he did <laughs> to make myself feel better about it. Dude, Jake Paul. Jake Paul did not look that good at boxing in his last fight. No, with uh, with Woodley. Tom Woodley. Yeah, which pissed me off even more because I was like, Woodley, get in there. Get in there. What are you Woodley doing? rocked him, too. Yeah. Heard him. And uh, it wasn't a good showing for either. And I feel like that's that's one of those things that it's kind of embarrassing, you know? And Woodley is a former world champion. At, at one point, you know, he was there was nobody that could even touch Woodley. 
And, uh, you know, he came in, he shut down uh, Darren Till, subbed him, rocked him, and then subbed him. You know, he was beating everybody. Dude, and, it uh, was like one day he just... He just fell apart. Like the transmission fell out. And it yeah. just was like day and night. Like Usman held him down, and after that he just was... Just has never been good. It just never was the same. Never the same. Weird. It really was. It, it was wasn't strange. even like he took an ass whooping though. No, no. Like he... Tony was physically changed by Justin Gaethje. It's gotta that be a... something mental with Tyron because like he still moves good and stuff. He just can't. I don't know what it is. He just got some. He just won't get in there anymore. I don't know what it is. I mean, he got a. Uh, he got hit by. Uh, I don't even know which one he fought. I think he fought Jake Paul, right? Uh, or did he fight Logan? We don't Paul? know the difference. I don't know. Not when he <laughs> no, I don't know. I think so. Well, yeah, Jake Paul. I think. Jake Paul, you got it. Yeah, I okay, think he fought Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. <laughs> and Jake Paul hit him with some decent shots, and Tyron just uh, didn't even make a. His facial expression didn't even change. Just yeah. came forward, still, you know, wasn't breathing hard at all. Looked, he looked solid. He looked like a professional fighter, but. The, the ability to pull the trigger and throw the punches just seems like it's gone. And uh, you know, I'm not sure what it is, but it's it's some kind of mental, you know, some kind of mental block he's got going on. Mm. Well, he's also almost about 40 years old at this point, he, so he probably he doesn't is. have to fix it. <laughs> but if you met that guy it. and he told is you he, he was 28, hard? you wouldn't second question him at all. Oh yeah, because he's dude, he's a specimen. Yeah, <laughs> he's a specimen. Is Tyron still fighting? Tyron, what's like the UFC? No, I know. I'm just saying, is he still fighting in no, the UFC? No, after no, no. They, cut after, they cut him after uh, okay. Luke Darston. Or however Luke beat him. I think it was a Darst. Some yeah. Vicente Luque. Vicente Luque, Nick, or Nate Diaz has been calling him out. And I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> dude? Like, are you nuts? Okay, Nate Diaz's jujitsu is right? so good, though. Yeah, it's it's dangerous, and uh, I don't know. You know, he only learned jujitsu because he was like a hungry kid that didn't have any money, and ended up being this like world champion, like Abu Dhabi champion caliber jujitsu player. Dude, he's so good. He's one of my favorite fighters of all time. I love the Diaz brothers. Yeah, I like anybody who will just like. Just get in there. Take some damage. Yeah, if you're going to take some damage. I guess so. My favorites, as I'm saying them now, the Diaz brothers, Tony, Max Holloway. Yeah, yeah. Max looks like a superhero. Max Holloway has taken the second most head strikes of all time in the UFC. Has he? Yep. I had no idea. He's taken the second most. That's why I always say when his chin cracks, it is going to be a sad day. Because from then, that point on, I think he's not. It's going to be a similar thing where he just goes on like a skid. His fight against Ortega was oh, masterclass. Oh, which one, Brandon? Yep. It was a yeah. What you just said. It was a masterclass. He looked like a wizard, and uh, like Brian Ortega shouldn't have even been there. Yeah. He, and yeah. Ortega was on a tear. He took two years off after that. And he was like, <laughs> "All right, I need to figure. That's a different level." Had to come go and sit at home and figure it out. Dude, I think Ortega can beat Volkanovski. Do you? Yeah. I really, I actually lean towards Ortega. I, I, I bet he's probably the underdog. But Ortega, 
He looks like he could fight off his back foot a lot better when he fought Korean Zombie. They're fighting. It's this month, right? Ain't that in like yeah, three uh, weeks? September twenty fifth. Yeah, okay. Twenty days. Yeah. Yeah. So he looked a lot better off his back foot, but you know, also it's Korean Zombie compared what to. What a good Max card! Zombie. I'm looking at the card right now. Oh what yeah, this card what is a good stacked. Card. Like, oh, isn't like, Rosenstrike pretty good? Oh yeah, I think oh. Rosenstrike's gonna bonk Curtis Blades too. Curtis Blades is coming off of getting knocked out the way he did too. Yeah, Curtis and Blades with that style guy, he always loses to Ninganu, Lewis. Like yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna get bonked again, but you know we can hold him down. I doubt though, especially because of how uh, who's the wrestler that Rosenstrike just beat? He's got the the tummy on him. Uh, I don't know who did he beat. He beat uh. Yeah, I'll pull it up here. He just beat a wrestler. That uh, name is too complicated to try and type out quickly. Uh, he fought Augusto Sakai. Oh, okay, okay. Augusto Sakai and when Round Sa one, yeah, Sakai out. was trying to get his hands on him, and he was just just got blasted immediately. And I was like, I think that's what's gonna happen with Curtis Blades. It just might. You might be right about that. Blades yeah. is a a great wrestler, but yeah. uh. Uh, Rosenstrike is one of those guys that all he's got to do is touch you. Yep, exactly. But even all the way down to the early pre. Yeah, well, I love to see Dan Hooker fight. I know you guys fight Nazra Hakparas. That's a good Dan, get up and come Dan Hooker too. fought in my favorite fight that I've seen. Oh, when he fought Dustin, Dustin. Poirier, I thought I think yeah, that was my favorite one. Yeah, that was a good ass fight. Good fight. That was one. Was that was more? I was. If, I didn't know who if won. If Wei Wei Valentina, oh, I mean, it was it was very clear that to me that Dustin won rounds three, four, and five. But if uh, Wei Wei and Val and what Valentino Shift no Joanna oh. Champion, I was gonna try to say her last name, but I'll say <laughs> Joanna Champion. <laughs> when if they wouldn't have fought, if they wouldn't have had that fight, it would have been fight of the year last year. Yeah, yeah. Poor year. Yeah, Hooker Hooker Poirier. Yeah, that was a good fight. It was a great fight. Solid. Solid all the way through. I think it's 268 is. So you think yeah. uh you think Poirier is going to beat this guy? I think Poirier is going to win. Poirier's got such a Isn't he fighting Charles, Charles Oliveira? Oliveira. Yeah. But also yeah. Charles Oliveira is a wizard. But I I don't know what the odds will be. If they're close, I might slide. If it's almost like if I'd he's put only my like, head in for Charles Oliveira. If, I wouldn't be surprised like, if it's like a pick 'em. If, if the odds are pick 'em, I'm definitely going to throw a little bit on Dustin <laughs> Poirier. But you know, the last time that I was super confident was when Dan Hooker fought Michael Chandler. And I was yeah. like, putting 100 bucks on this one, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. was a terrible idea. So I told all my friends, I'm like, guaranteed money this week, guys. <laughs> guaranteed money. Dan Hooker has a chin of granite on him. And oh, Michael man. Chandler does Michael not. Chandler. He's going to range him and put him away. And yeah. he blasts him in the first Such round. a little guy, too. <laughs> yeah. And Michael he started, yeah. I mean, he didn't starch him, but he, that was a crazy shot. All yeah. the way from, you know, that was from his ankle. Yeah. That, that right hand he threw. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. Is Michael Chandler, so, yeah, he's going to fight Justin Gaethje, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure Gaethje's got that one, because Gaethje. Oh, don't say that. Gaethje's going to get starched. <laughs> Gaethje has yet to get starched. He's going to get starched. There's no way. 
Gaethje is the he's Homer Simpson out here. I'm man. definitely <laughs> pulling it, pulling for Justin Gaethje. I'm pulling for Chandler. I always since Gaethje destroyed my boy Tony, I've been rooting <laughs> against him. I've been rooting against him ever since. <laughs> so I'm pulling for Chandler, but I do not see. But you know what? The more I say, anytime I say Chandler is not gonna win, he does win. And when I say he's gonna win, he doesn't win. So. I'm gonna go in ahead and say he's not gonna win this one because then he will probably. Yeah, win. yeah. <laughs> you got the curse. Yeah, just for him though. I'm usually pretty good at picking him. So, like, I got every fight but one right last week, and I think the week before that I had all of them correct. I think the week before that I did terrible with Barboza and Chikadze. Oh yeah, did I lit that card on fire? Now that I'm I missed two. I guess I didn't do too bad, but I picked Barboza. Oh and, really? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, I picked was, Barboza. That was an and, easy uh, one for me. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> and uh, I picked uh, Muradov to beat Gerald Mearshart. That was the only one I had wrong, was GM3. Dude, yeah. GM3, oddly enough, that Hamzat win over GM3, that's actually aging pretty well, because I think he's won every fight since then. But that was the only one I had wrong. I had the rest of them right. I had all the, both the Ultimate Fighter picks right. Are all the Ultimate Fighter picks right? Daniel Rodriguez, correct. The only one I had wrong was Mock Murdoch. But dude, Mock Murdoch was like a minus seven hundred or something going into that too. It was a huge upset. Was it that high? It was. It was at least five hundred. It was up there. I don't know what it was specifically, but it was up there. So where I was like, that's not even worth putting in a parlay. Like that is a dog or pass right there. <laughs> The GM three, he be he kind of out there. His chin will actually looked good in that fight too. Yeah, surprisingly, I was like, how is his chin getting better over the years? Like, yeah, that yeah, is not usually the case. The um the 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 Ultimate Fighter fights on the card were good. That was oh, a, yeah, was Ricky Tercios. Ricky Tercios. I, really I put I had him picked right off the rip for Ultimate Fighter when they were showing yeah, everybody. Yeah. I was like, that guy is wasn't he is. the last pick. I'm not. There's no way, dude. He had. He has a pretty. He had a. He was on contender. There's no way he was the last pick. He Man. was on contender, and he put on a good show against Boston Salmon on contender. Or was uh was this guy? I think Brian. the other kid, Brady, was the last pick. Yeah, I think. Brady was he was. okay? Okay. Yeah, because okay. Brady only had a, Brady's amateur fights before, or not his amateur fights. His the people he fought, like he was like five and one coming into it, but his five wins, their records. I looked them up afterwards. Combined for a one one and twenty four was what they had. Everybody he fought, their records were added up was one and twenty four. They only had one win between the five guys he beat. So that was an easy pick there for for me when Ricky was fighting him. But Brady, dude, Brady does look good. He beat Vincent Murdoch. Yeah, that was a tough and Vincent Murdoch is good. He looked good. And then he just absolutely, he made him look like he didn't belong in there. So I'd like to see Brady back in there. Even yeah, though he's super young, they might not bring him back in. I, I would definitely see him returning back to the OC as long as nothing crazy happens. So. I mean, they brought Ludwig back. So. <laughs> and Ludwig looked, he landed seven strikes yesterday. Yeah, that was <laughs> rough. A rough go. Yeah. Against Jack Tank Shore. Who's Jack Shore, right? Yeah, he's undefeated. That's a that's a tough fight for anybody, dude. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, I love when he fights. That was actually 
not my favorite fight that he had yesterday, but it was still decent. But his last one before that, when he fought, uh, actually, no, not before that, when he fought Aaron Phillips, he just absolutely ragdolled that man. That was horrendous. He makes these guys look like they don't belong in the UFC a lot. But to be fair, Aaron Phillips probably doesn't belong in the UFC mm-hmm. at the same time. So, yeah, he's 0 3 in the UFC. Rough. He just pulled it up. Yeah. So he probably yeah. won't be back. That's so tough, man. These guys, you know, you, you work. You know, most most of these guys have been working for, you know, half their lives or more yeah. to get to this point. And then you come and you drop three in a row. And, and it's it. uh it's gotta be heartbreaking. Ooh. Oh. It's gotta be a slap to the mental health. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It can't be good for your mental health. Who's your favorite fighter? Do you have a favorite fighter? Um, right now, I like Max. Um, as far as active guys go. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Max Holloway. Um, you know, yeah, there's there. there's a couple. I'm a Connor fan. I'm not oh, like yeah. a a nut writer, but uh, I'm a fan. <laughs> Dude, uh-huh. I was I thought it was so stupid after his last fight when people were like, "Can you believe the things he was saying?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> he's, he's always done this. Always. He, always he asked always. Habib what the threat count of his wife was. <laughs> he told Jose Aldo, he said, if this was a different year, I would have rode into your favela on horseback and slayed any man who wasn't fit to work. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, I'm just going to kick your ass on Saturday or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I expect him to say, is things like that. 100%. <laughs> Stuff, you know, the he's great at it. He's so yeah. good at shit talking. Yeah. Do you think he should fight? Uh, Dustin Poirier again? They're going to fight again, for sure. And especially, especially if Dustin wins. Dude, that would be some (laughs) bullshit. If Dustin wins and this guy comes out, you know, after healing up and Dustin is the champion, you know Dana is going to be like, all right, we got to do it again. Mr. Krabs in the main when he blinks and his eyes turn into dollar signs. We got to do it again, guys. All right. Yeah. Just to make sure. He'll be like, he'll be like, it's the fight to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fight. Everybody As wants to see it. Benio LaRouche on a seven fight win streak sitting there like, what the fuck? This guy's yeah. guy yeah. hasn't won since 2016. Something crazy like that. It's well, rough. he beat Cowboy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he beat fight. Cowboy, he gets the title. Uh, a weathered <laughs> Cowboy. Yeah, the, the, uh, the ghost of Cowboy is what I say. When I say he beat the ghost, the ghost of Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. No, that was... I mean, he beat the shit out of Cowboy. But you know what, though? Out of all Cowboy's bad. losses, it wasn't until his last one that I thought it was bad. I was like, okay, lose to Tony? That's not too bad. Lose to Gaethje? Not too bad. Lose to Connor? Oh, yeah, people get knocked out by Connor all the time. Lost to, uh, shit. And then he lost to, oh, he, t- he went to a draw with Nico Price. Yeah. I was like, all right, these aren't looking too bad. But when Alex, the great white... <laughs> Morono <laughs> starches you in the first round. First round, round. yeah. Oh first my round. god, that is not good. Yeah, that I is mean, not he, good. Like you said, he went. He was losing to to high level guys. He yeah. dropped Tony, Justin, Connor, and who else? Anthony Pettis. Yep, yep. And I actually thought he won that fight against Pettis. Did you? It was, it was close. That was on two forty. That was on. I think that was on uh, Gaethje versus Tony. And it was close, but I thought because 
he landed the best strike of the fight. He nailed Pettis with a head kick. And if yeah. Pettis didn't have that chin, he would have put him out right there. Pettis is one of those guys that's really hit or miss on fight night. He's dude. He's the he's uh the Vincent Jackson of MMA. <laughs> it's like he'll come out some days and you're like he is so good, and then other days you're like he is terrible. Oh, I haven't man. watched any of his fights over in was he in one or PFL or something? Uh, I think it's PFL. I think PFL. It would be PFL. I haven't watched any of them, but I just keep seeing that he loses to these guys that got cut from the UFC, like Clay Collar. Yeah, and somebody else, and I'm like, this is not good, Pettis. You need to. But I guess he lost a bunch of his money in a pyramid scheme. Did he? At one point. I didn't know that. So that's why he's like got to keep fighting because he lost a ton of his money in a pyramid scheme. So that's he, not um, unfortunate. He lost that Wheaties money. Oh, this that Wheaties money. Yeah, he. Uh, I remember one of my favorite fights was him and Benson Henderson when they were leading up. You could just tell that these two guys hated each other. The Showtime kick. Yeah, well, I, in the UFC, when when Benson Henderson was the champion. Oh, okay. And then uh, Pettis went to fight him, and uh, he hit him with a body kick three or four times back to back. Three or four, you know, real hard body shots. And uh, Benson pushed him up against the, uh, like up against the fence, and Anthony Pettis... I don't even know what he did, but he, he armbarred him. And uh, Benson Henderson, like, verbally tapped. And he's screaming, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> and uh, that was one of my favorite fights because I can't stand Benson Henderson. Yeah, dude, he is a, he's annoying to watch fight. <laughs> <laughs> he is annoying to watch fight. Uh, one of my favorite Pettis fights, pull up Pettis' record, Dave. You know what we're talking when about? He, when he starched Wonder Boy. Dude, that was, that's... What what kept him in welterweight for longer than he needed to be? Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. Crazy off the cage punch. Pull up his record here so I can get. I mean, of course, my favorite fight with him is when he fought Tony. Oh man, if he wouldn't have bro- that was a great fight. And then his he broke his hand, right? Yeah, it was one round each. He broke his hand. Yep. Man, he's got some good ones on oh, here. Oh, Marco Chiesa. Okay. Yeah, he sub Michael Chiesa. Yeah, what a like record. Clay Guida kind of wrote the book on how to beat him, though. Like, he just, like, put the pressure on him. That was, like, his first real, I don't even know who the hell this other guy is, Bart, whatever the hell, whoever the first guy to beat him is. But Clay Guida kind of wrote the blueprint on how to beat him because that's RDA did the exact same thing to him afterwards. Yeah. Yep, yep. So. That is, he's one of those guys. Look at that. Uh, I'm looking at his record now. Apparently his... he beat Charles Oliveira. Yeah, he yeah, That was at, I think that was at 145. Yeah, that was at 145. You always say it doesn't work. <laughs> neither of them. Oh, nowadays. That's surprised he got around Charles Oliveira. That's kind of wild. I'll have to go watch that and see what happens. 2016, there. yeah. It's at 145. Neither of them belonged at 145. No. <laughs> no, no. Thought he was going to go down and, and pull it all together. After you know getting a couple losses, yeah, but uh, Dos Anjos and Eddie Alvarez both they put it on him. Yeah, Eddie loves putting it on people. Pulling it on. Yeah, I mean Prime Eddie was, uh, you know, he was fantastic. It was weird because Eddie was champion after he was already out of his prime. Hmm. Well, I... he came over from Bellator, right? Like out of after his prime, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, he lost. Uh, who did he beat? He beat 
Gilbert Melendez. He beat Anthony Pettis. He beat Dos Anjos. And then he got knocked out by Connor. Yeah. And he he won the belt from RDA, right? Is that what it was? I think he got that correct, yeah. I think he, he won the belt from Dos Anjos because Dos Anjos took the belt from Pettis. Yeah. And then he didn't even get to defend it one time. You know what I mean? He, I, I don't know. When, when he was, prime Eddie Alvarez was like the, the, the Eddie Alvarez that fought Shinya Aoki. Mm. Or uh, uh, Patricky Friere. That was when he was, you know, his his very best. Dude, Alvarez, he he, he beat uh, Gaethje too. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he did, did, he did. on the Holloway Aldo card at UFC yeah, 218. Night, yeah, that was a good ass fight. Yeah, he has an impressive run here. Beat Michael Chandler. Oh, twice. Oh, wait. No, he beat him once. Beat him once, lost him once. Yeah. Those are some great fights. They are good fights. Yeah, yeah. Those are probably the two best Bellator fights of all time. (laughs) When he fought, uh, when he first went to one, the guy he fought, Timothy Nastyukin, that guy is a beast. I haven't even heard of this. The guy that beat Eddie right when he went over there is a beast. How he's doing. He's Russian. That speaks some volume to me. Yeah. Oh, he speak, He just lost to Christian Lee in April. Yeah, he knocked out Eddie Alvarez. Oh, he lost to Herbert Burns, though. That is not a good loss. That's not a good loss. That's not. Got rear naked choked by Herbert Burns. <laughs> uh, beat loss. beat Amir Khan. Beat Do you Peter train Bui. anything? Uh no, not anymore. I have um my hands are really ruined from it. So I haven't you boxing? No, from jujitsu. From I always jiu-jitsu did gi gi jujitsu and my hands are destroyed. I have uh arthritis in my hands so bad mm. that I can't do it anymore. Get you a medical card then, dude. Uh, <laughs> my uh I'm not a fan, man. My uh my wife uh, has a has a card, but it uh it's just not my thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty it, uh, easy to get here in Florida. <laughs> yeah, no, simple. I mean, you go and you, you basically just pay somebody and they give it to you. Yeah. Dude, I brought, like, my x-rays and everything. Because <laughs> I come from Arkansas where I had to get, like, x-rays and stuff to get a medical card. And I was like, oh, I've already got all the stuff for it. And I brought the folder in and went to give it to the guy. And he was like, he literally said, oh, I don't need that shit. And started <laughs> filling out the paperwork. <laughs> I was like, this is a doctor? <laughs> Why the hell are we even doing this? smoking a cigarette, dude. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, um, yeah, it, uh, it just, I can't, I can't grab a gi. You know what I mean? I can't, uh, I can't even really do like a good gable grip. Mm, like really? my, you know, palm to palm. Yeah, I yeah. can't. It just, it, any kind of tension like that makes my hands hurt immediately. It's too bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I might need some stem cells. I love rolling. I can't wait to, to get in there tomorrow. Yeah? What's it called? Where do you go? Upper Academy? Yeah, Upper Academy. Okay, who's the head coach there? Oh, God. I don't want to butcher it. Disrespect him by butchering his name that bad. <laughs> I cannot pronounce these Portu- these Brazilian names like I that. I understand. He's he's trained a lot of UFC fighters. Oh, yeah? As well, yeah. Don't ask me to name him. 
<laughs> I think uh, maybe it worked with like Leonardo Santos or something like that. If you listen to our when we had uh, Eli on, he lists off like all the ones, all the good ones five. that he worked with. But yeah, I'll. Tr it's like I I really don't want to try. You can try to say it, Deja. Okay, I want Barrows. Pearl Barrows, but they say things so oddly there so i'm pretty new over there though so i don't yeah. really know everybody that much okay okay i'm gonna yeah here he is here. yeah you could probably look up who he's who always coached well these are this is his don't look at his fights you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> don't pull that up <laughs> i don't know i'll figure out who we, who always coached it's pretty fun going over there it's upstairs too which that's like you go up these stairs and every step he's got like stuff written on him. It's like no excuses, never get up, give up. Oh shit! Like on each one, so like when you're walking up there, you're just like fuck yes, hell what's yeah. That, what's his name? Oh, Walber? Is that this guy? What'd you say? Yes, Walber. TT. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's a great coach too. He moves in way. It's it's like the way he moves is so impressive for jujitsu. It's like. It's like he's weighs nothing. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's some guys. It uh, the the guy that I used to train with is a uh, a, a bit older, and uh, it was just like you said. It was just elite level movement, you know. Yeah, and uh, like, damn, bro, you're 50 years old. What are you yeah. doing? How are you still, you know, how are you still in this this shape? It's crazy. Once they once they get those body mechanics figured out like that, it is like wizardry. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I gotta stay in here, dude. I gotta get up like <laughs> these But I would never want to compete or nothing. But I would love to just be able to know. Like I guess carrying a gun kind of does it for me in a way. But <laughs> I would just love to know. Like oh yeah, if somebody just grabbed a hold of me right now. <laughs> I mean, there's there's lots of little you know like local tournaments. I'm sure they they tell you about them there, uh, you know Naga and and all those. You can win a little belt or a little a sword. <laughs> yeah, maybe at some point I'll. No, I would not be able to watch you do that. What? This is grappling. Yeah, Take yeah. Picture just, of me just grappling. I, I wouldn't be able to see you get choked off. <laughs> oh yeah, just you tap out. <laughs> just tap. It's way oh, better. Black blackout before you tap out. No, <laughs> Come on, man. That's a bad uh, a bad way to look at it. I gotta say that that's a bad way to look at it. If you if you've been choked to sleep before, it sucks. Yes. But when you when you wake up, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, it's it's not the move. It's just I just rather I just rather tap. I stay awake. I'd rather get choked out than have my arms snapped. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like John Ray in his last fight. Oh, yeah. Oof, Dude, that, that was, was crazy brutal. when Joe Rogan was like, "Only Joe can do this." When he's like, "We're gonna go ahead and play the audio back." <laughs> was like, Bang! <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I just saw him last week on Friday. Oh, and uh, went for his uh, his show. His stand yeah, show. yeah, he was here. Yeah, yeah it was and great. Then, then right after that, he would say he had the coronavirus. He got COVID. Yeah, right after did, he got COVID. He's talking about Joe Rogan. Oh, not he said Jacare. stand up show. Okay. Not Jacare. Jacare does not do stand up <laughs> comedy. So yeah, yeah. Rogan's uh sold out sold out the Emily Arena, twenty three thousand people or whatever. So crazy. 
Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Not a single mask in sight. Yeah. Whew. That's wild. Yeah, it was wild. It was he great. Did, like, it was a lot the, of fun. He took like the horse worm stuff. Oh, yeah, the uh, ivermectin. Yeah, what the hell is up with that, dude? I ivermectin. People, yeah, it's a, like an anti-parasitic drug. They've been accidentally taking like the horse-sized dose. Yeah, people are overdosing on it. I saw that. Destroying their intestines. I saw that. That's that, crazy, uh, dude. It said the uh, the CDC has been like fielding calls for ivermectin overdoses. Oh, that is not good. Ooh. People are like, I'll do my own research. And then, yes, that's dude. We won't get into any of that nonsense. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> by yeah, yeah. Don't need not to alienate our <laughs> MMA <laughs> audience by <laughs> telling our corona opinions. <laughs> I hear you. It's best, best to just avoid it. Yeah. I just go with them. People, just do whatever you want to do. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess is it. controversial to say. <laughs> so, it, it is. That's the weirdest thing is that I that decide, right I'm there said is controversial. It's like I'm literally telling you to do what you want to do and you're mad at me for it. Like, come on. <laughs> I just listen to people that are smarter than me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I chemistry degree or yeah. biology or yeah, I just yeah. kind of looked at it like polio. I was like, you know, when the po- when the polio vaccine came out, people were pretty hyped for that. So I'll yeah, go ahead yeah. and get this one. So. Oh, you got it? Yeah, I got the Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. I got the double the double. Did it make you did you get sick? I did, dude. It yeah. flatlined me for about it was weird though. It was only like half a day. Yeah, about half a day. Really? It was like it was like I felt horrible until like six PM and then I just felt fine. Yeah, I had like a And it fever. just completely like washed away? Yeah, like it was like I felt like horrible one minute and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm fine now. It was the weirdest, <laughs> I just it was the weirdest thing ever. I just went to sleep the rest of the day. I was like, I'm good. The weirdest yeah. thing Did it, it make you sick too? Yeah, I just had a fever and I had like a little bit of body ache and a headache and I was like, all right, I'm all good. After I got the shot, I felt like I hit the biggest blunt of my life. I don't know if you felt high or anything. A lot of that. people said they Yeah, did. I felt like... I just felt stoned. It was so weird. Like I, on my drive home, I was like, "This is not safe." Really? Like I felt high as fuck. It was crazy. Weird. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Pretty intense. Yeah, yeah I'm a little. Wild. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous because of all of the people saying how sick they got from it. That's the thing that's made well, me a little weird. I think weird. it helps. We took vitamins before, like mm-hmm. a vitamin D three and uh, C. I took mine right before the second dose. Yeah, I'm not even gonna pretend to know what to do to alleviate anything, cause, but I don't know. Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> but yeah, Rona talk. The Rona <laughs> did Rona make talk. for some pretty interesting. I did like, but I am about over it. I did like the empty arena for a while there. I really did. I was I a big fan it. of being able to hear the coaches. Yeah, yeah that was I so good. That. But then they got kind of wise to it, and they started putting like commercials and everything over that part. And I was like, "Yeah, I like uh, I I did like hearing the coaches. I anytime you get to hear somebody like Faraz Sahabi in the corner giving instruction. Yeah. I think my favorite cornering was Mickey Gall versus Mike Perry. Yeah, Mike, when Mike Perry, Perry discovered he's like I can just listen to what because they're saying. there's no coaches, he just he, or no crowd. He just sat there with his girlfriend. And she, you literally could just hear the ice bags on it. And she was like, started to say something to him. He goes, Shh, hang on, hang on. And he just sat there and just <laughs> listened to what the coaches were telling Mickey Gall to do. And he's like, all right, so that's what he's going to do. 
And I was like, shit, this is the smartest thing Mike Perry has ever done. <laughs> it worked out for him there, but then we went no coach. Are you familiar with how he sold his coach slot for his uh, team means fight? Wasn't it? Yeah, for five thousand bucks or something like I that. I think it was like I thought it was like 40. I think it was fifteen thousand bucks. Fifteen thousand dollars. Because he had bidders putting in. Because Cam Soda, I think, offered him ten thousand to have some of their Cam girls do it. Mm-hmm. And then this guy on Reddit, I think, offered him like fifteen or twelve thousand, something like that. But that was the guy made a uh, he made a video afterwards, and they accidentally so Mike Perry wanted to come out to like the Halo. Combat Evolved song, mm-hmm. and they played Halo by Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy made like a like a compilation of uh, afterwards of like his experience of getting to be a coach because he got to meet like all the other like they get, they treated him like a coach like he got a he got a fight kit you know he stayed at the uh, in Abu Dhabi and yeah, he met yeah. a bunch of other fighters and he put like a video of it up afterwards but he did it over. Halo by Beyonce. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's funny. Apparently, uh, Darren Till said he'd go for yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Darren Till. So ten K was what the guy paid him to do it. Yeah, Darren Till offered him five thousand dollars to do it. Yeah, to corner him. Yeah, funny. Dude, you should have had. Can Darren you Till can you imagine Till cornering Mike Perry? <laughs> he should have had Till. Uh, you know what though? I bet you Till would have actually tried to set him up for success. Maybe. I think he would have been professional. I think he would have. He would have been yelling at him in his thick-ass English accent the whole time. You've got to fucking get in there. He's beating the shit out of your head. That's the funniest guy on Instagram. I don't know if you yeah. follow him. Yeah, him and he Derek posts Lewis the most both. ridiculous thing. Derek Lewis will post a video of a guy, like, obviously getting killed. Oh, he's and okay. Someone, someone in the comments will be like, yeah, what's this? is he alive? And they'll be like, he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, Derek, Derek Lewis is funny. It uh no Darren Till he goes at people in the comments he doesn't oh. give a shit yeah he does Just, they were yeah, trying yeah. to cancel him at first because <laughs> said something about trans people oh yeah that was all types of right wild shit about anybody trans people anything funny funny guy dude if Mike Perry fights Kevin Lee how do you think that one will turn out you know if if they would have fought two years ago uh. I would have said Mike Perry. But I don't think Mike Perry's mental uh like I don't think his mind is in the right place to be getting in these fights. Now this is gonna be his first fight back with an actual coach. Yeah, yeah. Coaching staff. I mean we'll we'll see. Kevin Lee has, you know, not not been doing great. Kevin Lee has some of the best coaches available, and he has looked oh. horrible with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Farak Sahabi, who was George St. Pierre's coach. Farak Sahabi is the GOAT Farak Sahabi, the Trevor Whitman's the GOAT, but Farak Sahabi is up there. Farak Sahabi is the GOAT. There's no question. Dude, Trevor Whitman. I think Trevor Whitman's, like, his, he's, for modern day, anyway, maybe if you go through historically... Sahabi, but I think if you put him head to head nowadays for modern day, like everything that goes into it, dude, Trevor Whitman doesn't miss anything. He makes every read everywhere. And like none of his fighters lose. <laughs> but That's, maybe it's because he picks and chooses, but But it just I mean if you look at the the stable 
of fighters that Faraz Sahabi has put out. It's it's crazy. Who it's else cra- do they have besides it's, GSP? And- it's Olivier Aubon Mercier, Joe Duffy, Randa Marcos, John McDessie, uh, Tom Watson, Robert Whitaker, Johnny Walker, Kevin Lee, Roy McDonald, Sage Northcutt. Uh, it, it's so many. You know, Vitor Belfort. It's uh, Elias Theodoro. I'm trying to you see know. who all this. Well, Trevor Whitman just has some top, current top names on here. I'm trying uh, to see what his whole. GSP, Kenny Florian. It, uh, oh, I mean, well, okay. They, I hate when they do this stuff. When they train with them like once and they put them on here. Because when you look at. Because <laughs> they've got Steep A, they've got like. Cowboy, they've got GSP under him, and that's like that's not even. But his main dudes are Usman, Gaethje, Rose. He had at one point, didn't he have three champions at one point? I'm pretty sure. No, uh, Trevor Whitman. He's got two right now. Two right now. Who? Didn't I guess if you count when Gaethje had the interim belt. Hmm. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, three three title holders in his gym at one time. Let's see what's he done in here. Yeah, none of these other guys have had the belt. Some close, but well, this guy Brendan Schwab was not good. Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> she points. No, she goes, no, what about this that. guy? Points I at Brendan Schwab. Points at the worst fighter on this know, list. I keep saying stuff about him on Instagram. I, l- so. I love Brendan. This love guy, Brandon? I love him. I love Brent. I'm a huge fan of Brendan. I like maybe uh, not. If you listen, he, he has a podcast, and he's uh, got a couple of them. King yeah, and Sting. I love the King, King and the Sting. Yeah, King and the Sting. I love King and the Sting. King and the Sting. Uh, no, he's. I, I'm a big fan of Brendan. The uh, the dude is is like just an all around good guy. Oh yeah, no, nothing against him as a human. I just mean his fight, his fighting ability was the the worst <laughs> on the list of people that we were just like, when you look at Trevor Whitman's list of people. Yeah, I'm sure he's a great dude, and he's, I mean, his shows are very entertaining. He does say some retarded shit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yeah. Uh, he just saved two kids. Did you see that? No, I did not. Yeah, he, saved saved, yeah. he saved two kids in a car accident. Real a car accident where the Holy mother shit. the mother died in the accident, and the father had drove driven into oncoming traffic to, to try and kill everybody in the car. Mm-hmm. And only the wife, his wife, only the mother died. Damn. And the two kids were trapped in the car. And, uh, or the one kid had got out, but he, he saw it, you know, driving down the road and he stopped and he got out. He saw the little girl sitting on the roof. And then he, he ripped the window out of the car and pulled the other, the other kid out. You know, yeah, and, dude, uh, if, if you're, if you're needing a window ripped out of a car, a former heavyweight is definitely a guy you want to make an attempt at that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he took a shot at, was it John Jones, the guy who like hit a pregnant woman with the car? Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, he, he said say? something about that on Instagram like so recently. <laughs> I think he was like, some people say people and other people hit pregnant oh my women goodness. with the car. It's crazy. Yeah, Brendan Schwab, the man, is great. Brendan <laughs> Schwab, the fighter, not good. <laughs> not great. Not, not great. Well, good, not great. Good, not great. It, uh, it was pretty... Uh, hard to watch when uh the, the ultimate fighter finale with him when he got absolutely 
I didn't think Roy Nelson should have been on the Ultimate Fighter because he really had like 30 fights. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He's on the Ultimate Fighter. It's like, what? This is for up and comers, not people like this. Roy Nelson is a crazy, a crazy like situation too, because that that's a guy who is he was a Abu Dhabi Brazilian Jiu Jitsu world champion. And I don't think he subbed anybody in yeah, the UFC. No, never once. I don't think he, you know, some of the best jujitsu in MMA. And he, I don't think he subbed anyone. Heavyweight's hard to get your hands on guys like that, though. It, it is. It's different. It's different. But people, Verdun was, Verdun was super good at subbing people at heavyweight. Who? Uh, Fabricio Verdun. Oh, yeah. That was a different era, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. He did. He subbed Kane. That was that made me sad. C-level Kane. C-level Kane, yeah. C-level Kane, the GOAT. The GOAT heavyweight. That was, uh, that made me, yeah, they were fighting in Mexico City, I think. When he, Kane, uh, when he, when he caught him. That's a, that's a what if right there. Whew. Kane is the, the heavyweight GOAT. Prime Kane. Un, yeah, unhurt, Prime Kane. Unhurt Kane is the heavyweight GOAT. You think Prime Kane could beat Prime Stipe? I think Prime Kane beats Prime Stipe and Prime Fedor Emelianenko at the same time. Are you saying the Kane, Kane, this Kane guy? Velasquez, yes. Okay. He's got the he's got like this giant tattoo on his chest that says Brown Pride. Brown Pride, yeah. <laughs> what a savage! Is he retired? He's only thirty. Yeah, he's retired. He uh, like he's actually actually fun fact to him about him, Deja. He was one of. He was fine, like financially really good with his money. Oh, that's good. Like he was very good with his money compared to most fighters, especially ones that take knockouts like that. Kane was like great at saving money, and I had no problem. Like when he was retiring, he's like, "Yeah, I can comfortably retire." He's one of the few that you actually get to hear the good, like the good, out of that for. Oh, most of his wins are knockouts, and so is he. Yeah. Oh man, he was an absolute killer. When he knocked yeah. out JDS, oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got knocked out by JDS and then came back. So he beat him yeah, twice he beat him here. Twice. Okay, so he lost one. Decision once and he knocked him out once. Dude, I think my favorite, I love Brock Lesnar versus uh, Frank Mir. Dude, that's one of my favorites of all time to go back. Especially uh, in the post fight. Frank Mir knee barred him, right? No, Brock Lesnar won. Oh, okay, Brock okay. Lesner, and his post fight, he goes, uh, Frank Mir came in with a horseshoe up his ass, and I pulled it out and beat him over the head with it. That's right. I do remember. I'm going to go drink some Budweiser or Bud Light, something yeah, like that. Something yeah. Like that. <laughs> so yeah, good. Brock. That's a scary guy, too. Dude, any of them at heavyweight. I would not want to fight anybody at heavyweight. Oh, there are some frightening looking dudes. It uh nobody is scarier than Francis. Yeah, he's up there. That uh, guy I can't wait for him to fight is Sarah. so massive. Yeah, dude. He, at one point, he had to cut weight to make. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> to make the two just shredded. Yeah, shredded. Dude, I almost think he's on something. I mean, it's it's abnormal for sure. Yeah, he was. Didn't you say he hits like the hardest, like yeah, in he the hits, world recorded? He hits just as hard as the slowest car going about 20 miles an hour. <laughs> like the worst car of all time. He hits about as hard as the worst car ever. 
Can you imagine getting hit by that dude? That's crazy. It's like I'd die. Dude, if I ever met him, I would be like, give me like a five percenter. <laughs> just, just, just a, just a little. Where in the arm? You asking for the arm? I was asking for the gut so I could flex. <laughs> oh shit! I think he could break my arm with five percent. Oh man, that that stomach punch is gonna be rough. Boom, dude! I'll probably I don't know where else I could take it. Maybe to the thigh. He could dead. I feel like me. that dude could lift you up off the ground with a with a body shot. Oh, dude, he's he's lifted men twice my size off the ground with body shots. <laughs> what a what a crazy like he's yeah. he just has that thing you know not everybody has it dude he's just got the the touch of death the touch yeah yeah not everybody's got it not everybody can knock everybody out but yeah. that, he's one of those guys he can just touch you and put you to sleep dude, most guys that i don't is there anybody at heavyweight that doesn't have one punch knockout power mm, i don't know i guess but he's retired now well, Stroop's knocked out Stipe, so yeah. Well, that was yeah. fucking ten years ago. But it I was, it was, personally. but I mean, we can't, we can't, you can't overlook the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, Stipe, he did at one point, he but. did a little slip, and Stroop caught him and yeah. uh, put him away. But well, yeah, Stroop, Stroop wasn't a big Tybura puncher. Might not have one punch knockout. Who? What would you say? Marcin Tybura. He might not have one punch mm. knockout. Does he have any knockouts? He has a lot of TKOs because he likes to get people down and just. Smash them. Yeah, pound on but them. The, but I'm trying to see if they're standing or... Because that was on the ground, that was on the ground, that was on the ground. Yeah, I think... I don't know if he's ever had a standing. Now we're getting past where I don't even... I didn't watch any of these. Ones. <laughs> yeah, I guess he doesn't have any knockouts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he's all his knockouts are on the ground. I don't know. He probably, def he probably can, but just not as to the extent of... Uh, some guys. It's crazy. He's ranked eighth. That's wild. I have not even looked at the heavyweight ranking. Dude, you know I mean, who I think is, is gonna be the next at two oh five to get the belt when they finally when he finally gets his opportunity is Magomed Ankolaev. Yeah? Dude, I think Magomed Ankolaev is looking good. And he is looking like he can go all night. Like his cardio looks good. Yeah, yeah. He's looking well rounded. I think if he gets an opportunity, which it'll be a while, but Yuri Prolatska, if he gets a hold of it, it looks like a hard man to get through. That's my Ooh. that's my guy. Yeah. He's is, only got two I, fights though. Two, so it's hard to yeah. tell. But the thing is, is the thing that they slept on, and nobody said it, and I don't know why they didn't say it. He let go of the belt. In one, to come to the UFC. Oh, was it one? I thought he was an M one. No, no, no. He was the he was the was it one or was it M one? Either I way, it was M1. he was the champion, and he let go of the belt to come to the UFC. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people do that. They would let go of, like the LFA belt and all that type of shit. Pretty, I feel like most leagues are pretty much just a farm league for the UFC a lot of times. Dude, Yuri Prohatska is so good to watch. He's he so get, good. That's going to get fight of the year so far. That's my fight of the year so far. Him versus Dominic Reyes. Oh, my God. That's and then so he, he shows up. He knocks out Uzdemir. Yep. That was and the key then, in Key West. And then he KO'd Reyes, too, right? Or did yep. he? But that yeah. spinning elbow. Oh, that's right. Yep. It was so nasty. He got rocked by Reyes, too. Yep. He did. Dude, he got flash knocked out on the ground with a uh, up kick. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He did. Yeah. That was an absolute. 
He is the Tony Ferguson of 205, that's for sure. Uh, that what's he cool. won in a row? I'm looking at his shirt, dog. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. He's on a 12-fight win streak right now? Oh, yeah. I've always seen him this fight is too... I went with some of his other ones in the, in the other weeks, but it's hard to really judge. He was the rising champion. I'm oh, sorry. Rising. I said one. There it is. Okay, I see him. Rising. Oh, Japan, okay. He beat... Yeah, you know, like C B Dalloway though, like that's kind of like a That's true. C B Dalloway's I mean, he's been fighting a long time. Mm -hmm. So has Fabio Maldonado. He's been fighting I think he just signed with BKFC too. I believe you're correct. Uh Muhammad but Lawal. His last two wins were impressive against tough dudes. Who uh tough dudes. Vulcan and, and uh Dominic? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean both, both of those guys tough. could make title runs at any moment. They both have. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying again. Yeah. Again. Yeah, neither. Uh, I would like to see one of those guys fight Uncle I have. I want to see Uncle I have get to move up the rankings. He's been having to, like, he had to fight Kutalaba twice. I'm like, come on, get this man some fights. Yeah. He just beat Krylov. If he wouldn't have got triangled by the Bear Jew, dude, he'd be, he'd be top five. If he's, I don't even know what he's ranked at this point. But. Yeah, it only shows the rankings on the website to 15. Go to the 205. Well, yeah, he's going to be in the top 15. Just go to 205. This is where he's going. This is heavyweight right here. 205, right there. Where is he on there? He's ranked 7th right now. Knocking that Uncle I have. Also, Ozdemir is actually behind him now. That's crazy. Dude, yes. 7 versus 5. That's what I want. Dominic Reyes versus Magomed Uncle I have. Make it happen. Make it happen, <laughs> Dana. This is what we want. I'm ready to see my, my man Rob Font fight for this belt. Look how, where is he? Oh, he just beat Cody. He's at 135. Man, what? Let me see this thing real quick. He's got to fight. He's either got to fight Corey or he's got to fight TJ. Yeah, dude, TJ's probably next up because he just stole all I just all feel like he shouldn't. I feel like TJ shouldn't be able to be number two after. Winning I mean, one fight after being gone for two years. I would agree. After yeah, getting, but he also after, beat. That's the positive first ever. I understand. So that's how the system works. I don't know. I just feel like if you like test positive PDs, you should like have to like start over or something. <laughs> I feel like there should be more consequences. Well, they threw him right back in there. So now yeah, right there. back in it. Number two, number two ranking is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jan's number one, and he's the actual champ. <laughs> Dude, Jan. Oh is... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it was funny because Aljo was all pissed off about getting the belt. And then two days later, he's got pictures of him on Instagram. Dude, and not he's, even two days. It was that <laughs> he's out partying with the <laughs> belt. That night? That. I was like, oh, my God, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, he was acting up with that one. But <laughs> hey, it wasn't a legal blow. It was. So. Yeah. No, it was. So, it so when Aljamain loses... You really look past him. Don't talk about that man like that. Yeah, you're really looking past him. Well, he won like... the first two rounds. He did. Okay. It was tied two rounds each. So you think pit. he does have a chance to fight Peter again? He, well, they got to fight again. They're going to yeah. fight again for to sure. Win. Like, you think he has a chance of winning? I mean, yeah, everybody has a chance any day. Any fighter has a chance every time. So where was he before he... What was his rank before he got... He was two? the number one ranked guy. Okay, he was. Yeah, because he beat Corey Sanhagen. Okay, yeah, he beat, he beat Corey. Okay, see, I didn't have that background anymore. Yeah, he choked him out. He's, he he's legit. Fight. 
Aljo I mean, is legit. Oh, I dude, haven't Aljo watched him fun. fight. It's just when you when I go on Instagram, people talk about yeah, him, they like call him a clown not... and all that, all that type of stuff. They, yeah, so they act tough. He's let's a Matt see Sarah who guy. else he's fought. He's let's a Matt see, Sarah guy. I don't know who that is. Uh, I think his only other loss is against uh, Marlon Marias. I'm gonna look up his record to see who else he's fought. I, I think Marlon Marias is the only other guy to beat him. And Rob, Rob just beat Marlon Marias. Rob, did he? Is that who beat Marlon? Or did he beat Marlon Vera? He beat Rob beat Cody. No, yeah, yeah, he beat he beat Cody. He just beat Cody, but I think right before that he beat Marlon Marais. I think he did beat Marlon Marais. I think you're correct. Marlon Marais has lost a few in a row. Okay, here's yeah, his yeah. record right here. So he lost to Corey Sanhagen. Oh yeah, he did Rob beat the Rob Font. Yep, lost the Rob Font. That's well, that's what I'm saying. The only and he beat it doesn't Aljo, make sense for Rob know. to fight Peter because like, Peter needs to fight Aljo. Yeah, it was a so. split decision, but this year he should be four zero oh, and four in his last four. What'd you say a second ago? Sorry, I was talking over you. What was that? What'd you say a second ago? I was talking. Over oh you. no, I was saying that uh, it doesn't make sense for Rob Font to buy to fight Peter. So, the only other fights are TJ or Corey, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I mean, this is a local. Rob, Rob's from Tampa. I think he could beat both of those guys. I, I think so. I think you're right. I think uh, I didn't think, like, I, I've met him before. I don't know him super well, but I've, I've met him a few times. But uh, he, I didn't think he was going to beat Marlon. Mm. Right after, because Marlon had just beat. Uh, Jose. Jose Aldo. But he did. That was another. That I thought Jose won that one. I thought he did too. I, I, you're. I think you're right there. Um, but I mean, that was a good fight, and uh, Aldo actually looked really good in that fight. And uh, he's got the Aldo he's got the weight cut, the weight cut figured out, and kind of dialed in. But uh, you know, he beat he beat Marlon, and I think he's on what uh, is it? How how many fights has he won in a row? Who Font or Aldo? Rob Font. Yeah. Let's see, we got it right here. Four. Four in a row. Lost to a Sun Sal in 2018. Dude, a Sun Sal randomly be beating everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, when it doesn't matter. Like, on their way up, he'll beat them, and then they go on, like, runs. It's so wild. He lost to yeah. Pedro oh, yeah, he beat Almeida. He lost to Munoz. He lost to a Sun Sal. Lost to Lineker. John Lineker. Damn, that was five years ago? Yeah. Lineker was still a force to be reckoned with still five years ago. in the ago. UFC. <laughs> is he still in the UFC? He said he's in one, I think. One? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's in one. one ranked in one. Oh, really? Oh, wow. He's got a three-fight win streak in one right now. Yeah, he says yep. he's a champion. Yeah, yep. yeah, he lost to Corey and then left to go to 1FC. Well, he had some pretty good wins. He beat Brian Kelleher, Marlon Vera, Ian McCall, John Francisco Dodson. Rivera. He's got a he's got a legit this resume. This is an impressive. So this lost to TJ. Should that be overturned? Or no? Well, it no, but it could be, but it's not. <laughs> I don't know. Should it be? I don't know. Probably not. That's kind of an odd question. Well, if he was on TV. So you're saying every win TJ had, he should be stripped of? Is that what? That's what. That's what. Uh, what's his I name was trying so. to say? I think so. Uh, Cody. 
Cody Garbrandt? Yeah, Cody was trying to say, he's like, oh, we got to strip every win from this guy. Yeah, Cody's like, those two knockouts didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I can get behind that. It's been a while. I, uh, I, yeah, I'm not the biggest, not the biggest TJ fan. But, yeah, I mean, is the, the, the guy can fight. Yes, Marlon Vera is Cheeto Vera. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Sean O'Malley, what is he? Uh, 12, and, 12 and 0 still? 13 and 0? Yeah, whatever he's saying. 14 yeah, and 0 yeah. is what he says. <laughs> uh, Cheeto is actually, I think he's uh, scheduled to fight uh, Frankie Edgar. If I'm not wrong. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mother Vera and Frankie Edgar are going to fight. November That's going to be 6. such a good one. Yep. Dude, I hope. Frankie looks a little better than old. His... Old Frankie would have smashed Marlon Vera. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was literally a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Marlon Vera has not shown champion level yet. So. Wait, he lost to Max Holloway. I thought Max Holloway was in a different one. Yeah. So okay, this is Frankie Edgar has fought at one fifty five, one forty five, and one thirty five. He held okay. the belt in one fifty five, and he fought for the belt in one forty five. Yep. He almost got to, to the belt at 135, but he got kneed in the head and turned into a dead body. I think, uh, I thought Frankie beat Aldo the first time they fought. But it was close. Close fight. I thought Frankie close. won. I had, I had Frankie winning, but, uh, I mean, that was one of those ones that was so close that it could go either way. But, Frankie uh, Edgar's so good. He's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Super good. That's probably why you extra hate Benson Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, his his fights against Gray Maynard are so underrated. Oh, some of the those are the what was it? Was it Maynard one or two? It's one of the best comeback wins of all time. Yeah, yeah the first one was a draw. And then the second one he knocked him out. Yeah, that where he where he knocked out Gray Maynard. Yeah, late. He in the fight. rocked. And rolled all the way across to the other side of the of the octagon, and then came back and KO'd him. So good, so good. Yeah, it was really he has good. Gone through it all. Oh, he fought that guy three times. Oh yeah, he did lose to him once. On Florian versus Lozon, two thousand eight. Wow, that is way before I was watching this. That was a great fight. You should go back and watch that one. Kenny Florian. Florian Kenny Florian is another one of those guys that oh. is is a fantastic fighter he was so good his jiu-jitsu is so high level that uh you you can never count that guy out oh he knocked him out knocked joe lozon out pettis also has a great knockout over my guy joe lozon oh yeah dean thomas fought on that card oh my god (laughs) josh near look at these names Rumble Johnson. Back when Rumble Dave was a Diaz. was a welterweight? Matt Hamill, that's the deaf guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Welterweight, yep. God, that's crazy. Clay Guida. Yeah, Clay Guida. Nate Diaz. Against Pert, Kurt Pellegrino. Oh my god, that's a name you won't hear every day. Tyro Parisian. There's a judo guy for you, Deja. That's a technique that won't work anymore. Yeah, Ronda. Ronda was the last real judoka. Yeah. Well, because the ladies, it's they seem to be like you know probably about ten years behind in like the men's how it goes, like how the progression of the sport goes. Mm-hmm. 
So when Rondo was still being able to use judo, most of the guys had had it figured out by that point, like how not to get tossed and thrown. She was just so good. It it was it was wild. That was a wild time. You, I guess you didn't watch it yet. Yeah, but, no, I wasn't too into it. Yeah. I, I remember it being on like TV and stuff, like oh Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey. When when Ronda knocked out Beth Cohea, that was crazy. That's Beth is one that I lean towards being the most like one of the worst to woman fighters. Oh that. yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. seen her little jump? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible, dude. She can't get like a, more than like six inches off the ground when she. Yeah, jumps. yeah. That was a that was a crazy knockout. Uh, submitting Misha again, yeah. and then but uh, her fighting Holly that that's another one that was that was a crazy those were uh Holly was the Holly was the plus thirteen hundred underdog. Whoa, that's crazy, dude! Have you ever watched Forty Two to One? Forty Two? No, I don't think so. It's the um, is that the one we watched? It's that's the Thirty for Thirty about Buster Douglas. Oh, okay, okay. No, I have not. Oh, if you ever need, if you're ever feeling like you need some inspiration, this is it. Is a good one, dude. Forty-two to one will almost make you cry. You're like, like his mom died. I didn't know this. His mom died like a couple days before he was gonna fight Tyson. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was the first guy to get back up. Dude, it was so crazy. I uh, yeah, I gotta check that out. Another guy. I was looking through these uh through this sure dog fight. I don't remember who I clicked on to get here, but I think it was TJ Dillashaw. But this name popped up, and this is another guy that it melted into the the it melted out of existence when Usada came, and that's Hennen Barrow. Oh my God! Yes, he was a champ, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the champ. TJ beat him, took the belt, and then uh, he lost. To TJ again and Jeremy Stevens, and then he went on a five-fight win uh, losing streak. Ooh. And uh, let's see, when did when did he lose to T- he lost to TJ at UFC one seventy three? I don't know if you want to do a little Google research and see when Usada started, but it had to be around two thousand fifteen. Yeah, that's about when. That's that's about when. No, that can't be right. That's when the company started, 2000. Yeah, with the UFC. It says 2015. 2015? There it is. 2015. That's it. Usada shows up, and Hen and Burrell freaking turns into an entirely different fighter. Crazy. He was... That was a guy who was a world beater. I think he was not undefeated because he lost like his debut. Yeah, but yeah. He had like a 26 fight win streak or something. A crazy win streak, yeah. yeah. Hadn't lost in like a decade or something yeah. like that. But I think he like went 0-1 and, and then never lost again until he lost the belt. Who did he beat? Uh, it was crazy the way he took his back. I think it was Eddie Wineland. Oh, should I? I don't know. This could be a he, little... Uh, and Burrell took his back and it was like a master class in jiu-jitsu. The way he was, he was in front of him. Wineland was down on uh, knees and elbows, trying to, uh, you know, trying to cover up a little bit. And Barrow was in front of him, and the way he swung around, and it's like he jumped and he put one hook in, and then continued to swing around and stuck the other hook in. It was crazy. It was beautiful. It yeah. was like the, 
like the the most picture perfect back taking. But yeah. Oh, well, I just looked at the timer here. Well, Beja, this is our longest show yet. <laughs> uh, thanks for hanging in there. I just realized we had two and a half hours. If uh, oh. you could shout out your stuff if you want. Oh no, I'm good, man. We'll uh, we'll just uh, keep it the way it is. Oh, yeah, okay, well, well there you go. This is Michael, and uh, yeah, he comes on. We'll have him on again sometime. The fans yeah, thanks like for having me, guys. Talk. Yeah, I think this is a really good episode, especially for new people like me. It gave me a lot of fights that I could go back and watch. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I've been trying to show her Rory versus uh, Robbie. Oh, do you have Fight Pass? It's on YouTube. Is it on you, bro? Go watch it right now. Yeah, don't even turn anything off. Yeah, just watch it right now. I'm gonna make her watch it. Yeah, that'll work tomorrow. It's only it's only four four rounds, I think. I yeah, maybe it might have went to the fifth, but I know there's. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. Don't don't spoil it. But yeah, we're gonna we're about to watch that right now. The, the stare down is the greatest yes. photo in all of MMA. Yes. Both the flattened out noses. <laughs> so good. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate right. you. We'll go yeah, ahead, thanks Dave. again for uh, coming on. This has been episode, I think, eight of the BS for Brutal podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at BS for Brutal. We've got a TikTok now, BS for Brutal. Uh, also <laughs> post on Twitter, BS for Brutal pod. Thank you again for listening.
Hey everybody, this is Grayson here, just before we get started on the show. I'd like to apologize for uh, some things you're going to hear. We, uh, we, we're using some new software, and uh, we accidentally had the wrong mic selected. So throughout the episode, you can hear Deja's mouse clicking quite a bit. It is not the greatest sounding thing in the world, and I tried to edit it out, and my skill was quite below that. But I did figure out how to add this in post, so here you are, you're listening to Grayson of the Future. So, sorry about that, but I hope you still enjoy the show. <laughs> 